will be replaced by AI. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can become AI resistant, but you will need to outperform the machines. You may not think this is possible, but it is. The infiniteness of human consciousness is more infinite than the power of the machine. You may not know how to tap into this power, but we do, and we will show you how. Join us in this journey to make the machine our servant. by AI, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can become AI resistant, but you will need to outperform the machines. You may not think this is possible, but it is. The infiniteness of human consciousness is more infinite than the power of the machine. You may not know how to tap into this power, but we do, and we will show you how. Join us in this journey to make the machine our servant. That hotep Jesus do that that hotep that hotep that hotep that 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 hotep that hotep that hotep Jesus do hotep you're a genius hotepjesus.com hotep Jesus I love that guy he's terrific was that it people we live we live um did those intros play Okay, yeah, it did. All right. I just want to make sure. I hope they did. Hold on. Let me. Yeah, it did. All right. Cool. Um, welcome all. Welcome all. Um, Strong Dad said he's working all good, man. Get your money. Get your hustle on. Oh, man. The grift is grifty today. Didn't, you know, it's, it's Hotep Thursday. So... The Grift is always grifty on a Thursday. In case you aren't aware, we have a premiere show on this channel. Hotep's been told you. 8 p.m. every 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 Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, every Thursday. So make sure y'all back here tonight. It's going to be lit. It's going to be up. We're giving away a little giveaway right here in combination with, um, in partnership with SysCoin, Hotepcom. Tickets still available. Get your tickets at hotepnation.com slash hotepcon. Or just go to hotepnation.com and navigate via the menu to hotepcon. Get your tickets for the next price hike. Two lucky SysCoin holders will go on an off-road adventure plus dining experience. So make sure you follow One Digital Crypto, Patrick over at SysCoin. Follow him. For rules and details, I'll go ahead and pop that link in the chat. Actually, I'm gonna put it in the description box. I'll put it in the description box. That's the best place for it. Um, sis coin off road giveaway. So you guys can navigate there. 
Welcome to the Griff Report. The Griff Report is live Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time with your host, Hotep Jesus. Tomorrow I'll be live backstage via my phone. Um, I'll be at the Gutfeld Show. Shout out to Greg Gutfeld, one of my white saviors. Hook me up with another spot. So I'll be back on there. I'll be headed to the Fox Studios in New York City. It's going to be a good time. I think it's like my fourth or fifth time on there. Or third. No, I think we're past third. This is four. This is number four. And I said that um, when I got to five, I would have this thing down pat and mastered the format of that show and the kind of energy and jokes I should come with. So I'm preparing my coonism for that. Be some good cooning going on tomorrow. If you don't know, now you know. But um, I'm very optimistic about tomorrow. I'm very energized, very positive. I think I have the nerves settled now. So when I get out there tomorrow, we're going for glory. We are going for glory. All right, let's let's get the show started here. Let's get the show started here. This is the Griff Report. I'm just looking at the bag. Uh, we're going to talk about Strong Dad June. We're going to talk about that in a moment. We're going to talk about the debt ceiling. Um, we got some some racial stuff we got to talk about. You know, we always going to talk about race on this channel. I love talking about race. Most, mostly because it makes people uncomfortable. And also, it gets people educated. You know, educate people on some of this stuff. How, you know how to speak about these topics, how to think about these topics. So our messaging is correct because some of your leaders just, they're just not getting the messaging down correct. And I think some of it is malicious and some of it is just downright ignorant. Anyway, let's go here. Let's pull this up. I'm not sure if you guys saw this. This has been buzzing around the internets for some time. I went through a very difficult personal health challenge of a few months I was in the ICU. I had been poisoned with this 200 times the amount of what's in the vaccinations. And I've said publicly, you know, you'd have to shoot me in the head with lead, um, i.e. a bullet, because I'm never going to take the vaccine. So I was actually intentionally poisoned. And part of it was, I, I believe, right before that CEO, right after that CNN interview. Um, but regardless of what happened, uh, the, the message I want people to know is remember the, the, the importance of exercising free will and then also as a default, as a backup, slow down and remember that God is in control. And that's all you need to worry about. The rest of it, become mm-hmm. as self-sustainable as you can. Um, you know, grow your own food. Try to do whatever you can because the next thing that's going to happen, it's not going to be another pandemic with the virus because they know that they've used that up and nobody's going to believe it. So now the next thing's going to be climate change, and then it's going to be the currency of the world, and then it's going to be some other emergency. They're always trying to create these emergencies. But, again, remember, just slow down and remember that God's in control. And soon, I don't know whether it's going to be a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now. I have no idea. But their time is coming to an end. And, you know, when people talk about end of times, I believe this is the end of times. But it's not the end of times of, like the end world's going to end. I believe it's an end of an era of thousands of years and the new time now where humans are truly going to be in a different place, where abundance will be uh, accepted and understood by everyone, where things that have been hidden from us, things that we say are. 
So, apparently that's um, a final testimony from Dr. Rashid Buttar. R.I.P. So apparently he's now dead. And what he um, allegedly, what I saw in another post was that he, um, he said, if I die, you know, it, it wasn't an accident or anything like that. Apparently he's alleging that he would be unalived by another party. I just took my master focus in case you're wondering what just happened right there. Had a little bite to eat. So, you know, you got to take that with food. Take master focus daily. Saves my life. Makes my mood better. Makes me actually want to be alive. Anyway, um, discount code is in the box below. 50% off total. 30% for y'all. 20% for the subscription. So it's basically half off. Like 40 bucks you get elite package of herbs delivered direct to your door quickly efficiently to give you that brain boost and power you need so yeah you know i would say go ahead and uh do your research into this gentleman and tell me what you find but uh r.i.p to that individual i damn sure wasn't going to take that inoculation we were warning people about that stuff a while back and um yeah but he mentioned he mentioned uh, money and, you know, global currency and things, right? So I saw this meme. Socialists, let interest rates be discovered by free markets. No, thank you. Give banking cartel monopoly powers over interest rates and money supply, then blame capitalism for its failures. Really good meme here. I think it's a really good meme. It's a big brain meme. I uh, spoke about this on uh, ATB around the blockchain when I was in Miami a couple weeks ago. We were just talking about how, you know, the uh, banking cartel, uh, the central banking powers get to dictate the price of money. And this um, is basically to set up our story where we talk about the debt ceiling. Now, previously, I had not spoken about the debt ceiling, mostly because... Well, frankly, I just can't be bothered. I mean, you know, when I say I can't be bothered, it's because I already know the outcome. I already know the game. You know, some of you may know I wrote a book on the history of central banking, specifically within the United States, much different from Creature or Jekyll Island or any of those other books you might have. So different pieces of material researched and published in the Patriot Report. You can get that at hotepjesus.com. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Along with my other two titles, Dominate Twitter and Unbreakable Rules of Masculinity. But I didn't want to talk about the debt thing because like, what does it even mean when they say the country is in debt? Right. And it's and basically, obviously, it's more spending um, than income. Right. Obviously, that's what they mean. And then they were talking about, oh, what are we going to do about the debt ceiling? And like, what exactly? Like, they, they act like this stuff is real. Right. And then people will sit here and they'll, you know, give dissertations and 
speak very eloquently and intellectual about this idea of debt ceiling as if it's a real thing, as if it's fucking valid. And they make up the rules as they go along. Oh, here's the debt ceiling. What does the debt ceiling mean? Debt ceiling is basically, hey, this is as far as we're going to allow the debt to go. Right? Some arbitrary number, a bunch of guys pull out of their ass. A bunch of people we cannot relate to pulling numbers out of their ass based upon based upon numbers that they pulled out of their ass. So then they vote and they vote to raise the debt ceiling, which I expected money printer go burr. Now real quick, let's go here. Let's, um, let's go to our overlords, Google. Let's type in syscoin. Now let's take a look at, oh, Hold on, let me um, let me fix this on your screen really fast. <sighs> Woke up this morning, and I wanted to see what was going on with Syscoin. Um, it's basically pinned on my screen, my um, what's the name screen? Oh shucks, I forgot to set that screen up. Okay, give me one second. So let's go in here. Boom, and what do we see? This big old spike. Syscoin's up. Hotep's been told you. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Anyway, Syscoin <clears throat> up, as you can see there. And I was like, why? Oh, you know why? Because the markets react because the government has decided to print more money. I mean, not technically. Technically, they're not printing more money. <clears throat> But when you raise the debt ceiling, you're basically saying, let the money flow. So markets have reacted. Um, I own stock in AMD. That's doing very, 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 very well. Um, what the hell? Uh, so because the money is flowing, people are like, oh, okay, good. Let's um, dump some money into some investments and, you know, the capital is there now. So anyway, Lindsey Graham is upset with the debt ceiling. Let's find out why. 25, we're going to cap spending at a level that we cannot expand the Navy. And in the same period of time, China's going to go from 310 ships over a 10-year period to 440. Less Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. What do you say? China. 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 You mean, you know, the, the, the country that my president was doing a marvelous job bridling, limiting, combating? Less money for the Marines, less money for the Army, less ships for the Navy at a time of great conflict. Not a penny in this bill to help Ukraine defeat Putin. They're going on the offensive as I speak. Who? Speak, and we need to send a clear message to Putin that when it comes to your invasion of Ukraine, we're gonna support the Ukrainians to ensure your loss. If we don't do that, then we're gonna snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. Senator Cotton is...
25, we're going to cap spending at a level that we So, Lindsey Graham is upset that the debt ceiling has been raised and in this proposed bill is no money for Ukraine. What? These people are obsessed with that war over there. They are obsessed with this proxy war. I'm drained. I'm t I'm sick of hearing about the damn shit. Just take the region over already. We all, we all know you want we all know you want to be in charge of that region. Just go ahead and do it, bro. Just just take the place over, man. We didn't bought the country 20 times over. So that's what they want to do. They want to he wants to sp send money to Ukraine. But what 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 exactly is in this bill, right? I don't I haven't looked at the bill, but I can tell you what's in every bill. Without looking, I can tell you what's in every bill. You want to know what's in every bill? Money for politicians and their friends. That's what's in the bill. I mean, what happens? How does politics work? Money goes into the bill. The bill divvies it up based upon issues. Issues are funneled under committees. Then committees have to disperse the funds to execute on said plans. If you don't listen to Sonny Johnson, maybe you need to. That's where I get my political education from. But um, once the money comes down to the committee and they decide how to spend the money, well, how are they going to spend the money? Well, more than likely, when they decide to um, run these um, programs, they're going to hire people. Well, who are they going to hire? Well, nepotism says you're going to hire the people closest to you. It's just a natural way of life. Now, that's not the bad part. The bad part is they want to keep the money flowing. So when they set up their programs, the programs aren't actually going to work. What the programs do is figure out a way to sustain the problem long enough to drain the U.S. taxpayer. That's why the debt ceiling is what it is, because we never actually solve any of these problems, which means these programs are ongoing so people can keep their jobs and keep their salaries. It's 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 like legal money laundering in, in, in so many ways. Lawful money laundering. So that's why when I saw the whole debt ceiling conversation, I go, oh, OK, so they're arguing over the debt ceiling. And they're going to do what they did every single other time. They're going to raise the debt ceiling so that they can get more money for more programs that are going to do nothing so they can waste my money. Boring. Let's go back in the grift bag. There's more pressing issues to talk about here. And, you know, people argue about the debt ceiling on Twitter all day. And I'm just like, why? Like, why? 
why are you arguing about this? Um, I should have played this before with the other video, but let's let's play this and hopefully this is uh YouTube safe. Let's see what um they got to say here. And I lost a few friends um the last couple of years who got the injection. Um one of my best friends died last Saturday. Paratrooper, ex-Special Forces, 51 years old, in, in best right. shape of his life. I mean, lived life. You have no idea. Just goes to sleep, doesn't wake up. Black guy. Oh, my. I think, Jeez. I think this ties into the Jamie Foxx theory. I, I worked my butt off to get a story about why what happened to Jamie Foxx. Because it was all baloney what they were reporting. He's playing pickleball. He's uh, responding on Instagram. No, he's not. People do that for you. It's all lies. I had somebody in the room who let me know that Jamie had a blood clot in his brain after he got the shot. He did not want the shot, but the movie he was on, he was pressured to get it. This movie he's doing with Cameron Diaz. And I'm thinking, is that why he blew up on the set a week before this medical emergency happened? Is that why he fired three or four people because he just had had it with these mandates? I don't know. But what I found out from the man in the room was that uh, the blood clot in the brain caused him at that point to be partially paralyzed and blind. Because if you read into what they were saying early on, he's communicating with us. That doesn't mean talking. That could be anything. It could be, you know, writing, yeah. sign. You know, I know those little code words. And then when you tell me your father's playing pickleball, give me a break. You know, I don't know. There's a great shroud of secrecy around Jamie Foxx. He's probably the most multi-talented person we have in Hollywood. Um, but even TMZ is not reporting this. And I know TMZ has got sources in hospitals who give them information, whether it's legal or not. But they're not. They're, they're not re Mike Tyson got close. A week after I broke my story on my show, Mike Tyson said that Jamie had a blood clot in his brain. No one's gone that far to say that yet. Uh, I think Mike did, and he probably got a phone well, call. Hold and on. Said, hey, AJ, let me, let me, let me yeah. sort of step back a little bit from what you're saying and just say, look, uh, b blood in the brain is a cerebral bleed. It's not a stroke. A stroke is a blood clot in an artery to the brain that cuts off the blood supply to the brain, and the brain dies. So we're talking about, and it's been widely known that he had a stroke right i mean they've said stroke a hundred many times yeah so it's it's to say it's a blood clot in the brain is sort of it's a stroke it's a blood clot in an artery that cuts off the supply that part of the brain is dead and it right. has very serious consequences uh, it depends on where which artery and what the anatomy of that artery is to what parts of the brain whatnot but it is not something that yeah i mean Let's put it this way. Is he still in the hospital? Is that is that what I'm supposed to believe? Yeah. And playing pickleball? <laughs> is that <laughs> I, I don't it's, it's all baloney. It's all baloney. The, the, the daughters are doing the speaking for him. His oldest daughter, Corinne, is doing the speaking. She said he's been out of the hospital for weeks, but that's not true. He's at a very good hospital in Chicago which specializes in this kind of rehab. Um, and every friend who comes out, whether it's Kevin Hart or Nick Cannon or whoever, all says pray for Jamie. He's got to get through this. Nobody comes out with great news. It's always somber. So it seems like an update on Jamie. I don't know what to think of the whole Jamie Foxx situation. 
I, I don't want to um, say too much because, again, we don't have any confirmed sources. But I did hear or, or the last update from his family was a few weeks ago. And they said, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. We were supposed to get an update. He was going to come out and say something. And we haven't gotten that yet. So I'm a bit worried and concerned for Jamie Foxx because we haven't heard or seen from him. Um, so you can do with that what you will. I just want to give you that update. But um, in the meantime, uh, pray for Jamie, man. Pray for Jamie. And last time I was on uh, the Joe Rogan experience, I told him, you know, he's probably the best actor ever. And... Uh, you know, if we were to lose Jamie, we would lose, we'd lose somebody really special. We'd lose somebody really, really special. So, prayers up for Jamie. Um, let's flash over to, let's go to Uganda. Let's head over to Uganda. Let's see how things are going in Uganda. like some a large crowd of students. So you see them gathering here, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what they're saying, but Simon Atiba, allegedly chief White House correspondent for today's News Africa in Washington, has posted this video and he says, uh, breaking Ugandan students from at least 13 universities take to the streets, protest, protest against Joe Biden in front of their parliament and sing we don't want your pro Bud Light money. We want and love our country more than money. So the other day that, you know, my take on the whole Uganda situation was they're not actually, you know, um, you know, I mean, technically they're banning buggery. Uh, you know, technically they're discouraging it. But what I said was, I think the real big play here is they're trying to thwart colonialism, modern colonialism, which comes in the form of sprinkling pronouns over your nation. And as you can see here, they say, we don't want your pro Bud Light money. Because that's how aid comes. I've said this uh, many years now. I said, Aid means AIDS. Aid, Western aid means AIDS. And I don't mean AIDS as in the disease, literally. Just means that aid is going to be a disease in your country. When they come and they help, they're actually going to destroy, whether willfully or unwillfully. And I always give this example of, 
when we send food and money, you destabilize the local economy based upon the laws of supply and demand. If there's a large supply, demand will go down. So we have United Nations and World, um, World, World Food Program, and these organizations send food and they send clothing to these nations and then the local restaurants, farmers, etc., etc., go out of business because, well, why do I need to buy food when there's food for free? They trucking this stuff in by the boatloads. So when they say here, we don't want your pro Bud Light money, they understand that aid comes with a catch. They're basically saying, look, we'll give your country money, but along with that, we're going to have to paperclip to that some pronouns. And the African nations are saying, look, China's giving us a better deal. Russia's giving us a better deal. They're going to give us money. They're going to train our military as well, build our infrastructure, and we don't have to accept your pronouns. Uh, the difference is when China does it, China ends up owning the country. And when U.S. does it, well, they destabilize the country. I don't know what's worse. You know, culturally, I think it's probably worse to destabilize the country culturally than it is to actually just own the resources of the country. I mean, owning the resources of the country is definitely not a good look. But at least you can recover from that. I don't think you can recover from cultural subversion. Yeah, at least somebody owning your resources at some point you can say, hey, look, I'm going to kick your ass or I'm going to try. But once you're cultural subverted, especially with pronouns, well, you're basically talking about eliminating your warrior class. So there won't be anybody to say no, stand up and fight against colonialism. So like I said before, the issue in Uganda is not exactly buggery itself. It's about cultural subversion. So that's our update from Uganda. Shout out to um, <clears throat> Haram Life. Just sent me um, 10 bucks on Cash App. Thank you for supporting the channel, making all of this great production possible. As you know, we're pretty much all self-funded, community-funded. YouTube pretty much demonetizes all my videos. You're like, yeah, no, we can't run ads on that. I understand. I understand. A little too spicy for your crowd. A little too spicy for your advertisers. Anyway, let's go back in the grift bag. Let's see what else we got in here. A lot of grifters in this bag. We might as well just stay on the topic of race. Let's go to the NAACP. So I saw this TikTok here. It says here, um... Meanwhile, the chairman of NAACP lives in Tampa. So NAACP issues travel advisory for Florida, saying it's not safe for blacks. Meanwhile, the chairman of NAACP lives in Tampa. So, so is he going to leave? That's a good question. I don't know. So, I, you know, when I saw that, I said, well, is this real? You know, you got to verify everything. That's one thing I always tell people, verify everything. So I, I, I looked it up to see if they really do have a travel advisory and Sure enough, NWCP has a travel advisory for Florida. Basically telling black people do not travel to Florida. So, yeah, I was able to confirm that. 
and I have a couple of highlights here. You know, I'm always going to have my purple highlighter. And uh, let's see what it says here. May 20th, 2023. And really, this says here is the travel advisory comes in direct response to Governor Ron DeSantis aggressive attempts to erase black history. And to restrict DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion programs in Florida schools. Now, I highlighted here a race, black history, when I frankly, I don't think that's what it's about. But we're going to get into what it's about in just a moment here. And it says the formal travel notice states. Florida is openly hostile toward African-Americans, people of color and the Bud Light people. Now, if you notice, anytime we're speaking about the so-called African-American, the uh, people of color on this great continent of America, they're always going to inject a little bit of Bud Light in your blood. You're going to get a sprinkle of pronouns added to this conversation. You just can't talk about black people without talking about pronouns. I guess we're all one community now. You know, you can't, you can't separate us. This is, this is the new black movement. This is the new black power. It comes with pronouns. So what exactly are they talking about when it comes to black history? And it says right here, let me be clear. This is from NAACP president and CEO Derek Johnson. He says, failing to teach an accurate representation of the horrors and inequalities that black Americans have faced and continue to face is a disservice to students and a dereliction of duty to all. Notice the, the term horror, horror. When I think of horror, I think of Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Friday the 13th with Jason. I think of scary movies. I think of fear. So in these people's minds, black history equals a horror film. That's a sound clip right there. That's a clip. That's a clip right there. You guys could clip that and share that. That's a clip what I just said right there. Black history equals a horror film. And it made sense that Jordan Peele would make these black movies as a horror flick because that's exactly what black history is. It's a horror flick. They're not teaching black history. They're advertising and spreading, propagating, proliferating horror, black horror stories, black horror stories. The other day we detailed the three books that Mark Lamont Hill mentioned in an interview with another black GOP individual. We looked up what these books were about, thanks to Uncle Hotep and his show, The uh, Uncle Hotep Factor, on Sundays. Come to find out, these books were about incest and grape, grape stories, horror films, horror stories, black horror stories. So when they talk about 
Ron DeSantis eliminating black history, he's not eliminating black history. He's eliminating black horror stories. And for the longest time, I've been asking the community, I've been asking myself, why must we rehash black horror stories while, keyword, while omitting black success stories? If you taught it all together, it wouldn't look so much like an agenda. But the fact that the NAACP says right here, let me be clear, failing to teach an accurate representation of the horrors. They're telling you exactly what the agenda is. But the funny thing is, this article is horror propaganda. Travel advisory. Usually when you got a travel advisory, it's because of some pandemic or some disaster. We need a travel advisory because DeSantis took some books out of school. Bruh. Get the fuck out of here. A travel advisory? Look, I love Florida. I'm going to Florida. I don't care what the NAACP says. NAACP wasn't even created by black people. Did y'all know that? It wasn't even created by black people. Created by white folks. Why? Because they wanted to control black power, black economics, but most importantly, the black mind. So they can instill black horror stories. So he continues here. He says, under the leadership of government DeSantis, the state of Florida has become hostile to black Americans and in direct conflict with the democratic ideals that our union has founded upon. He should know that democracy will prevail because his defenders are prepared to stand up and fight. We're not backing down and we encourage our allies to join us in the battle for the soul of our nation. Well, you know what happened, you know, since they issued this travel advisory, Negroes still went to Miami for Memorial Day weekend and towed up. And they're going to go next year. Nobody actually listens to the NWCP. Nobody cares about these people. Um, let's continue. So it says, once again, hate inspired leaders have chosen to put politics over people. And I highlighted that because that's exactly what the NWCP is doing. They're choosing politics over people because if they chose people over politics, they wouldn't be so partisan. Says here, the NWCP proudly fights against the malicious attacks in Florida against black Americans. And he used the word malicious attacks. What malicious attacks are they talking about? Because Ron DeSantis decided to remove black horror stories from the minds of children. I've said for years, it is detrimental to the black mind, especially a black child's mind, to tell these stories of horror. And when you look at the black mind, the black adult mind, no matter where they are in America, we all have PTSD, post-traumatic slavery syndrome, disorder. I'm sorry, post-traumatic slavery disorder, because we have to relive these events over and over and over again. And in Hollywood, over and over again, I got PTSD. I need reparations for the PTSD that the Democrats, the left and the NWCP have given me. 
Where are my reparations? Who's going to repair my mind from the damage you've done by telling these horror stories? The only malicious attack that's happening is the NAACP's horror stories against the minds of black Americans. Now, if you wanted to tell these horror stories to adults, I wouldn't care. As long as it was balanced and you told success stories and heartfelt stories. But no, it's always the white man kicked my ass. We got to talk about it. It's never the black man did good. The black man was successful. The black woman was successful. It's always what the white man did to keep that divide going. But he uses the term here, malicious attacks. Malicious attacks. This is from the chair, Leon Russell. I don't like any of these Negroes. If I was in the room with these guys, I doubt we'd agree on much. And I don't think they'd like me at, at, at all. I've been around these type of black Americans. We have discussions. They, they, they know very little about economics, like true laissez-faire economics. They know very little about true American history. They know very little about true African history, true black history. They were taught by the white liberal. Let me get off this subject before I, I, I. Let's go back in the, in the Twitter bag, in the, in the Griff bag, because um, I just don't want to get worked up this early because we, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface on this race content we have today. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We got a lot, too. And we're going to open up phone lines, 202-596-5631, uh, Elon Musk should have never gave these fools more than 280 characters. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Elon should have never gave these fools more than 280 characters. Now we got a think piece here. These are y'all good black conservatives. Oh, my God, these people make me sick. The black liberals make me sick. The black conservatives make me sick. Just the think pieces and the, and, the, and the mental leapfrogging that they do. So, you know, we keep it 100 over here. I didn't excoriated the black liberals. Black conservatives, you're next up. What the hell is this shit? Black supremacy is worse than white supremacy right now. What? It just is. They can get away with being racist while being praised. What? What? Oh, God. The Grifton has no bounds. This is just, it's Grifton season. Now, let's, let's continue. Because some of you, you know, you're Caucasian. You're probably like, she's right. What are you talking about, Hotep Jesus? Let, let her finish. Well, let's let her finish. They can become celebrities and get paid millions for being a black supremacist. I'm talking Colin Kay and Patrice Cullors. Now, I'll be honest, if I was a black leftist, they'd pay me a lot of money to be Hotep Jesus. Actually, they wouldn't allow me to be Hotep Jesus. I'd probably have to change my name. Um, but I would make a lot of money being a black leftist. Now, the, the issue here is it's not black supremacy. And we've gone over this. I spoke about this on Megyn Kelly. It's Bud Light supremacy. There is no black supremacy. Let's, let's let her finish, and I'm going to show you. It says here they can have commercials that glorify their race. 
label their businesses black owned and get special privileges for it. Say black is king on the Disney Channel. Have black only spaces at public institutions, black only award ceremonies. They can be the highest paid athletes in sports and still claim to be oppressed. Now, before I finish, I want to address each one of these she went through. They can have commercials that glorify their race. Now, someone who is in marketing, I can tell you when it comes to advertising in the commercial, you want to put your target demographic, your target. Like I wouldn't sell erectile dysfunction pills to a 20 year old kid. I, well, maybe now because they're so cooked and bad diets. But usually that's for older gentlemen. So I'll put an older gentleman in the commercial. So that's why the commercials have black people in them. Now, it says label their businesses black owned and get special privileges. Do you know why they label these? For example, Netflix has a black movie section. Do you know why Netflix has a black movie section? I'm going to tell you why. Because nobody watches TV more than the NASA. <laughs> Netflix and chill came from the black community. Netflix got rich off of black creativity, if you even want to call it that. So they're catering to the people who are giving them money. They say black is king on the Disney Channel. Again, who is going out and spending their money? If we pull up the Nielsen, if we pull up the Nielsen, and we've looked at the Nielsen um, statistics in the past, many, many years ago, black people, specifically black women, over-indexed in the consumption of media. So if I'm the person producing media, why would I cater to white people if white people aren't watching the shows? I'm going to cater to black people. That does not equal black supremacy. What it equals is black stupidity. That's what we're looking at here. It says, have black only spaces at public institutions. Now I've spoken about that. That's not black supremacy. That's called segregation. And that's something this country had already had. And I'm just confused at how we went from segregation to integration back to segregation. And if you want to argue about this, I'll open up the phone lines, 202-596-5631 in a little bit, and we could argue about this. I know y'all don't want no sauce, but if you want, I'll go light. I, ain't, I won't even, you know, I like my viewers. I don't want to, I don't want to destroy you, but we can argue about this. So having black only spaces at public institutions, I agree. It's dumb. Matter of fact, did you know that Spelman University, black university for women is named after a white woman? This is, this is not black supremacy. It's pseudo black power it's pseudo black power and this is how you have to extrapolate these things it says black only award ceremonies the only reason why black black only award ceremonies exist is because this country has been racist for so long that's why those things existed because we were getting snubbed at the grammys we were getting snubbed at the oscars so we said look 
we're going to build our own mostly out of necessity. Necessity. We didn't come up with the segregation laws. We didn't come up with the black codes. We didn't come up with Jim Crow. That was a machination of your white controlled governments, the white controlled aristocracy, obviously designed to divide and conquer. Mostly because white people and black people were getting along and people didn't like that. So they said we have to divide these people because they're uniting and we need, to, we need to divide them so they can't overthrow the powers that be. They said they can be the highest paid athletes in sports and still claim to be oppressed. If you're claiming to be oppressed and you're a high paid athlete, how is that black supremacy? <laughs> That's not black supremacy. He said they can inflict violence on other races at an alarming rate and not even make the news. Let's discuss that. What did the news look like when Hillary Clinton and them, when Bill Clinton and them, when Bill, uh, uh, Joe Biden and them was running the show? You did see that. You did see numerous numerous stories of black people attacking white people but why don't you see it anymore well because black people are more of an asset to the agenda when they are pawns so how is it black supremacy if i'm not the controller but i'm a pawn that's not black supremacy that's black pawnism I'll come up with a different term in a little bit, but they are being used as pawns. They're being used as political pawns. They showing black violence against white people, mostly from on the internet, mostly from white uh, right wing um, pundits, organizations, media outlets, et cetera, et cetera. That's mostly a right wing propaganda thing. But, when they show on the news, what do they show? They show white cop or white guy hurts black guy. And we just went over this with the NAACP where this is what? Horror. That's not black supremacy when you take a group of people and you see black supremacy tells people they are great. They are powerful. They can overcome. But that's not what's happening here. What they're doing is they're telling black people, hey, we have to issue a travel advisory to Florida because we are afraid of white people. That's not black supremacy. Black supremacy wouldn't tell horror stories to their children in their schools about how the white man kicked my ass. We'd be learning much more fruitful and beneficial and supremacy style stories says they can coerce other races, especially white folk, to claim their privilege, give them money for being black, and even bow down to them with their hands in chains. That's not black people doing that. I, well, I know the, the Hebrew Israelites have been successful a few times in Harlem, and this is way before the narrative switch where they had white folks kissing their feet. But they don't show that. The leftist media don't show the black Hebrew Israelites, the leftist media don't show 
hoteps. So is it black supremacy when you hide an entire side of black people, when you hide black conservatives like yourself? Is it black supremacy when you, young lady, are hidden, when they won't speak to you, when they ostracize you? Is that black supremacy? It can't be black supremacy if it's partisan. Says here, um, give them money for being black. Who has given black people money? Where? Where? You're talking about that, 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 uh, rigmarole, that, that, that big con, con game they played out in California that found out black people wasn't even eligible for? We got to get the money right back. Is that what you're talking about? That fake reparations bill that never went through? <laughs> you're talking about in Chicago when black people are protesting in their town halls because $50 million of Chicago money is going to illegal immigrants and not to the Chicago black population? You call that black supremacy? <laughs> Just because they show us on the screen don't mean they ain't stabbing us in the back. It's not black supremacy. What this young lady's trying to do is grift. Or she's just frankly ignorant. But you can't call that black supremacy. He says here they can burn, loot, steal, and murder while leftist politicians bail them out and encourage their violence in the streets. Is that black supremacy? If you're burning and looting down your own community... Is that black supremacy? That makes no sense. Again, they are pawns. They are political pawns. Designed. Remember when we looked at the videos and then they dropped off those bricks and people was like, yo, where these bricks come from? Right, right in time for the protest? Then you go look at these protests and most of these protests are white liberals, white female liberals. And in the looting and the burning under Obama was called thugs. But when Trump became president, it became beneficial to stop calling black people thugs. Is that white supremacy when the narrative switches because the left has found it beneficial for them in order to swing elections, in order to divide the country? Is that black supremacy, young lady? I don't think it is. They can call black people who subs who don't subscribe to their black supremacist ways, coons, Uncle Toms, house niggas, and all kinds of racist names. Is it black supremacy if blacks are fighting blacks? Is it black supremacy if blacks are ostracizing other blacks with other opinions? I have to say no. That's not black supremacy. So he says here, yup, black supremacy is a worse problem in America right now than white supremacy. And we got a whole nation of woke corporate sheep cheering them on. And right there, she contradicts herself. Who runs the woke corporate machine? White supremacy. Google, Target, Bud Light. Black people don't run these organizations. 
We just saw the other day where the Chick-fil-A CEO said, yo, we're going to start shining the black man's shoes. Then the black man says, hey, can I have shares in your company? And he laughs at him. You call that black supremacy because you'll have some outward gesture while you won't give me real equity, while you scream diversity, equity and inclusion. But you won't give a black man real equity in your company. These liberals will never do that. Let me summarize here. This pseudo black supremacy that she uh, purports is taking place is a mirage, just like black lives matter. And she even invokes the name Patrice Cullors here as if Patrice Cullors wasn't propped up by who? White supremacy. <laughs> Big white donor money. Why didn't that money go to Hotep Nation? Why didn't that money go to the Moorish community? Why didn't that money go to the black Hebrew Israelites? Why didn't that money go to the black church? Why didn't that money go to any black conservative organization? You know why? Because it doesn't fit their agenda. So the Grifton on this one, I'm going to have to rate it five out of five Grifties. Five out of five Grifties for Kali Fontania. Let's look at her account. Let's see. Going to get a nice, oh yeah, you know, get a nice little light-skinned sister. You know, she probably mixed or something like that. Her mama white, her daddy white, something like that. And, you know, she's probably confused or some shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Who does she work for? Um, founder of Exodus Institute, K-9 through online school, former CA public school teacher of 15 years, support 45, love Jesus. Yeah, she's grifty as hell. I mean, best of luck to her, you know. I just wish she would just, you know, and this is low-hanging fruit. Like, you know, white conservatives are going to eat this shit up. You know, like, oh, my God, I love this person. Follow. Hit the follow button. Yeah, black supremacy. No, it's not black supremacy when we're being controlled. <laughs> Let's go back in the grift bag. I'm calling all these grifters out. Left, right, center, middle, up, down, around. I don't give a goddamn. All you grifters are just tearing my country apart. We still got to talk about Strong Dad June. Let's let's go. I got I got. Let's set it up with this video. We got a video, and, and I keep it a hundred all the way around the board. I'm excoriating everybody. Black, all the all the all the different types of blacks. Here we got the ghetto black. Don't know how to act on the on the goddamn on the goddamn um, plane. We're doing what? Y'all can't even tell me what I did. You can't tell me what I did. It doesn't matter that I'm not going. You're yelling at him. You're keeping up everybody. Please leave so we can go on. I'm, lift, I'm lifting my jacket so, to, so you can put the cuffs on me. Because what did I do? Then do it. Then do it. Apparently she's drunk. Be a 
that last part this old this, this older man he got me crying let's watch it again so did you hear what he said i don't feel like hearing no karen ass shit up in this motherfucker Remember when we said Karen was not a racial slur and everybody said Karen was a racial slur and this older black gentleman referred to a young black girl as a Karen. Karen has long, long, long transcended race. It is now just a personality type. It is a personality type now few things before I go to the next next piece in the grift bag. Older gentleman, who was I talking to about this? But um, I think I remember. Um, today, you know, who's really going to challenge the black woman when she gets out of line? Most black men are not going to stand up and challenge her. But this older generation is a little bit different. He's going to get up and he's going to challenge her. Like, yo, you tripping, sit your little funky ass down. That older generation's a little bit different. And, and, and I hate when people, you know, pull this stuff on the plane and all of that. That's just, that's just dumb. And then I saw somebody else on here say, you know, they wouldn't do this to a white woman. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't say that to a white woman. And I'm just like, first of all, like, why are you making leaps and bounds for hypothetical situations to categorize this guy instead of dealing with what is actually happening. Secondly, it's not up to the black man to chastise a white woman. It's up to a white woman, to cha a white man to chastise a white woman or a white woman to chastise a white woman. But when one of our own gets out of hand, you know what would happen? You know what would happen if the white man would have stood up? You wouldn't have said... You wouldn't have said, oh, this black man wouldn't have said it to a white woman. Instead, what you would have said if, is a, if a white man stood up and said it to a black woman, you'd have been crying, oh, he's racist. Oh, how dare he talk to black women like that? This is what you would have been crying about. And if it got violent, y'all don't want to take it to court, scream Black Lives Matter and all this other bullshit. No. When one of ours steps out of line, we got to correct them. Don't wait for white people to correct them because then your ass going to get choked out. And now we got to march and put up motherfucking statues of your dumb ass because you was wilding and the white man had to get your dumb ass under control. It is up to us to control our own. 
I wish I could find that tweet. God must be saying, please don't put him on a summer jam screen. So I'm a, I'm gonna let it go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna continue to look for that tweet as I continue to look for that tweet. <laughs> Let's go back in the griff bag. Let's go back in the griff bag. The world is crazy, man. The world is crazy. Um, and that was to set up this. Hotep Drelly. He posted this um, Instagram post from Phil Moreland. Now, Phil Moreland also goes by the name of Red Pill out of Harlem. This is quote unquote Hotep's. Um, well, he's technically a Moor. He's one of the Moorish brothers. And uh, I had the um, I had the honor of meeting Red Pill on the streets of Harlem, 125th Street, a few years back. Actually, more than a few years now. This is when I was going through my spiritual awakening. So when I was super pro-black. And um, so I went to his Instagram to verify that he said this. Now, keep in mind, the young girl said black supremacy, right? She said black supremacy. And I always try to instruct people that there's two sides to the black community. Well, now it's like, it's like three. But I would really, I'd really couple them as one. Are you ready for this? The black liberal and the prototypical black conservative are one in the same. They are one in the same. They're, they're both coons. Both of them. The black liberal and the black conservative, it's horseshoe theory. Where you go so far left and you go so far right that the right ends up on the left and the left ends up on the right. For example, a black girl complaining about black supremacy. That's some snowflake shit. You sound just like the left. It's like where the right tries to own the left by becoming the left. So there's two sides of the black community. You got the Coons and you got black conservatives, real black conservatives, a.k.a. the Hotep community, a.k.a. the conscious black movement. Is we going to get your Moors, your Hebrew Israelites, your Hoteps, your um, five percenters? This is where you're going to your new Wapians. This is where you're going to get all of that. Okay. Now here he says, kudos. Look what he says. Kudos to all them rednecks effing up Target for targeting the children. And shame on you docile. Go along to get along. Scared to death black folks who don't stand for shit attached to moral compass. Y'all trash and puppets to all anti-life agendas. Go off, Red Pill. Go off, Red Pill. So, do you think NBC would call Red Pill to have a talk with him? Do you think CNN would call Red Pill to have a talk with him? To that, I would have to respond with, no. No, they wouldn't. So there's this whole part of the black community that white conservatives are frankly afraid of and don't know about and, and, and white conservatives, frankly, don't know about. Now, he calls them rednecks. I call them red whites. He calls them rednecks. I call them red whites because not all red whites are rednecks. So when he's talking about the rednecks he's, uh, or the red whites, he's saying kudos. He's giving props to white conservatives for standing up for what they believe it in and target. And where is the black folks? Nowhere to be found. 
Why are they nowhere to be found? Because like he said, they bought and paid for. They're bought and paid for. Says right here, puppets to an anti-life agenda. Now, none of y'all even know who Red Pill is. I'm sure only my good conscious community, real true black folks in the chat know who Red Pill is. White folks, if you don't know who Red Pill is, the more you should go check them out. But this is what, this is a part of the black community hide and try to act like does not exist. They, they, to, to, to red whites, this is an anomaly. They're like, where, where are these black people coming? I never heard of these black people. And they think, and they'll say things like, oh, black people are all for this. Meanwhile, you never even heard of red pill in this entire conscious black movement. You never heard of hoteps. That's why when white people come across my content, they're like, oh my God, who the fuck is this guy? Where'd he come from? There's, a, there's, a, there's at least 20 million Hotep Jesuses in America. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Technically, it's only one, but there's a lot of us who think like this, who support the red whites when they do the real shit. So shout out to Red Pill for speaking up and calling out these bootlicking Negroes, these lack of moral compass Negroes, these docile Negroes, go along and get along as scared to death black folks, as he said, because that's really what it is. Many black folks ain't speaking up. They ain't saying nothing because they just want to go along and get along because they know they'll be excoriated, they'll be canceled, lose their job. And I get that. I don't want you to lose your job, but some of y'all ain't nobody some of y'all even got a job and you won't say nothing but we're sick of it where is where's the black response to this shit so the girl in the previous tweet said there's black supremacy so tell me why you don't see a large black resistance to the agenda you know why because there is no black supremacy black power has been co-opted since Obama and now the left runs it and it's all in juxtaposition to what? Let's go back to the screen so I can show it to you. The agenda is all right here in one article. It's all right here in one article. They say it right here. Bud Light people and African-Americans. You cannot divide. You can't separate those two. In today's era, if you want to be pro-black, you cannot separate the, the Bud Light people. They will tell you. If you don't support the lies of tea people and the Bud Light people, you can't be pro-black. This is the gnosis that's going on in black liberal circles, pro-black circles, mainstream pro-black circles, black lives matter circles. You got to be next to the rainbow. You call that black supremacy when I got to share a space with Dylan Mulvaney? You call that black supremacy? So they tell you exactly what it is right here. Horror stories and rainbows. Sounds like a new goddamn cereal. Let's go back in the grift bag. I feel my um, blood pressure rising again. Lord, you see? Oof. Oof. Yo, audio version. Go to hotepjesus.com for the audio version of the podcast. We got it on... um. We got it on Apple and Spotify for the audio version of the Griff Report. 
Shout out to the squad. Shout out to Renee Vogel for the new artwork. I think that's all we got in the bag for the racial stuff today. I mean, I got more here, but we not. I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I'm a. Um, I'm gonna lose my mind today. So let's just let's just hop right into the next topic here. Um, strong dad, strong dad June. Let's just get it out the way. Let's 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 get it out the way. We going strong dad June. We coming heavy with the strong dad June energy, and then we'll end it off with um, Twitter censorship and talk about all of that. Let me just open up my um. So in case you guys aren't aware, it's Strong Dad June. And uh, the motivation behind Strong Dad June is just basically the pussification of the pussification and the and the griftification of the red whites or right wingism or conservatism, because you're either, you know, pussified or you're co-opted by the grifter agenda. The grifter agenda says you know, it's a symbiotic relationship. That's why I said this shit is horseshoe theory much of the time. But it's a symbiotic relationship between the right and the left because the right only reacts to what the left does. OK, and the reaction isn't even good. It's a direct reaction. So we know June, they want to celebrate the Bud Light people and the grifters. They're not upset. They're salivating. They're going like this. Time to grift. It's grifting season. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Because they get to complain for 30 days. Now, I don't know, you know, what these logo changes have. You know, on my timeline, somebody shared the FBI post celebrating Bud Light Month. I wouldn't have known. I don't follow the FBI. So we said instead of reacting to the left, instead of promoting their agenda and complaining about their agenda, we're going to create our own agenda, which is Strong Dad June. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. And it's getting traction. We're gaining traction. We're not trending. We should be. But we're not trending. Let me just let me just do a double check just to make sure I'm not a liar. Yeah, Strong Dad June is still not trending. Um, it's not even trending in the for you section for me. We got to do better. We got to step it up. Anyway, Strong Dad June, we're going to talk about it. But before we talk about Strong Dad June, I want to play this clip for you. This was sent in by um, by the homie Taylor. And then we're going to open up phone lines in a little bit. Uh, let's play this clip. Father's Day is the worst holiday in the world. I've done the research. I already know. Let me tell you something. Mother's Day is the second most celebrated holiday in the world. Christmas is first, so it's, that means it's Jesus, then your mama. <laughs> you know what Father's Day fall at? Number 20. I can't think of 18 other holidays. <laughs> Do you realize Halloween is number six? Does that mean ghosts and goblins go before fathers? Arbor Day is number 13. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I just know it come before me. That's crazy. Columbus Day is number 16. Celebrating Columbus Day is like celebrating somebody finding money in your house. Where you get that $50 from? I discovered it in your kitchen. Father's Day is... As you can see there, 
fathers are not celebrated. 20th, he's right. I couldn't name that many holidays. You know, if you ask me, you know, what holidays are likely to be more celebrated than Father's Day, I couldn't even name them. I couldn't name them. So we're celebrating Strong Dad June. We got a couple of messages here. I'm going to play one here. Let's play this clip. Let's play this clip right here. We got the dad showing up. Can you say hotep and build? Hey! I love it. Can you say hotep and build? <laughs> Can you say hotep and build? <laughs> Strong Dad June is officially here, y'all. We not can't complain about the Bud Lights. We co-opt in the Bud Lights. They like to co-op everything. Well, we co-op the co-op. We co-op the co-op. What up, bum? This is how strategization works. Ask your favorite grifter why they ain't thinking like this. Check your favorite grifter. Check your favorite influencer. They probably on the timeline right now with a rainbow flag somewhere on a timeline. That's egregious. That's deplorable. Should not happen. If, I, if, if you got a rainbow flag on your timeline, you gay. If you a man and you got a rainbow flag anywhere on your timeline, you suck dick. If you got a rainbow flag anywhere on your timeline or any one of those people's faces on your timeline, I'm hooking you up with a date with Dylan Mulvaney. Matter of fact, Blair White. Matter of fact, Lady Liberty. You need counseling. With Bryson Gray. You need Jesus. You need the Bible. You need to rethink your entire existence, grifter. Let's get into it. Hey, what up, fathers? Happy Father's Month. Happy Strong Dad June. I just want to remind everybody that during this month, let's try to also change the content that we consume. I know you guys have your favorite streamers, your pundits, podcasters, so on. And these guys, they are always talking about the distraction. They're always talking about the things that get you riled up, get you angry. They want you to be distracted because this puts money in their pockets. I'm not saying, you know, dislodge from their community. Community. I'm not saying that you have to stop following these people. What I'm saying, I am. I'm saying it. Fuck them. Thing is this. At least for this month, for Strong Dad June, as strong men, let's try to change the things that we consume because that can also become us. We can become these things. All right. There's a reason why you're always online complaining about the modern woman or complaining about X, Y, and Z. These things that these guys are talking about. We don't need to do that. What we need to do is learn this month, is learn and teach. So perhaps move your content to a more educational circle for at least the month of June so that you can come away with some growth. Come Because you're not growing listening to the distraction. You're not growing listening to the arguments and you're not growing engaging in it as well. 
All we want to do for Strong Dad June is improve upon our station in society. We want to show people why we should be valued, right? They undervalue us because we don't show them what it really means to be a strong dad. So during this month, at least for me and maybe those who are listening, we're going to consume some different content. We're going to actually educate ourselves. These are good goals for Strong Dad June. And also, they make us better dads. They make us better teachers, especially for this homeschooling movement, right? How can you truly teach if you've been inundating your brain with all of this nonsense that's being passed off as, uh, you know, as good content? It's not good. It's not good. It doesn't benefit you. For the month of June, let's only do and engage in the things that we will benefit from, that will enrich our spirits and souls, and that will make our families a stronger unit together. So, happy Strong Dad June. I love y'all. Happy Strong Dad June from Strong Dad Protocol. That's a message. That's a message. We're going to need some, um, some crowd participation here. Hold on. I'm going to put this on the screen. We're going to need some participation in this right here. We got a bunch of emoji. Um, you know, they got man, man, boy, man, man, girl uh, emoji. We're not messing with that one. I want you all to hit this one right here. Um, man, woman, boy, or man, woman, um, girl, or man, woman, girl, boy, or man, woman. Any one of these man, woman ones, you see these? Anywhere from here to here, I want you all to spread the message. I want you all to put that in the chat right now. I want you to hashtag strong dad June, strong dad June on the timeline. If you're a strong dad, I want you to make a video about it. Show you with the kids or at the gym or whatever it is. Call to action strong dad June. I don't want to see. I almost slipped up. See, I got to take a breather. I almost slipped up and said one of them words. I don't want to see no Bud Light on my timeline in June. I don't want to see no motherfucking rainbow. I don't want to see no bitches with dicks on my timeline. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see a motherfucker with their titties cut off. I don't want to see that shit. You know, I might as well follow the left because y'all post the shit more than they fucking do. I'm tired of seeing motherfuckers with their titties chopped off. Every day I wake up, this is what I see. Clown world account. Somebody chopped their titties off. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. And y'all need to stop retweeting that shit. If you retweet that shit, you suck dick. Grown-ass man over here retweeting that rainbow shit on my motherfucking timeline. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Liking this shit, retweeting this shit, engaging in that shit. Which brings us to our next topic. Brings us to our next topic. Nice segue. Y'all got me going off on a hotep Thursday, man. I'm worked up today. I don't even know why. These topics got me worked up. These topics got me worked up. Hold on. Let me open up my tabs. We got to talk about this. Twitter. Twitter got a little bit of censorship. Let's pull it. Let's pull this stuff up here. Let's pull it, the, 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 the evidence up here. First of all, um, let's go to the Tim Pool tweet. Tim Pool says, I'm assuming Elon Musk just wasn't made aware of what's going on. But if the showing of what is a woman is not restored, Timcast will terminate its Enterprise Blue subscription. 
Good on you, Timothy. Good on you, Timothy. Here we have a screenshot from Matt Walsh. For anyone who doubted, Twitter has now labeled a clip from our film, Hateful Conduct, and disabled retweets. The Bud Light activists are still in charge. Elon Musk needs to step in immediately. And then we have a screenshot here where uh, you get the warning from Twitter, visibility limited. This tweet may violate Twitter's rules against hateful conduct, which brings us to our next tweet. Jeremy Boring um, of the Daily Wire, co-founder, CEO of Daily Wire. So Jeremy's got a long uh, thread here. He said, uh, Twitter canceled the deal with Real Daily Wire to premiere What is a Woman? for free on the platform because of two instances of misgendering. I'm not kidding. Here's what happened. Uh, he says one year ago today, we released what is a woman to celebrate the occasion and expand the movies already enormous impact. We decided to give it away for free for 24 hours on Twitter. Okay. With Twitter's recent commitments to free speech, we thought it would be the perfect place to distribute the film and drive the conversation forward on one of the most important topics of our day. Twitter responded with enthusiasm and offered us an opportunity to buy a package to host a movie on a dedicated event page and to promote the event to every Twitter user over the first 10 hours. We accepted and signed an agreement. After we signed, Twitter asked to see the film to better understand what parts may trigger users so they could better prepare for their response. They said they were still all hands on deck for launch, so we sent them a screener. After reviewing the film, though, Twitter let us know that not only could we no longer purchase the package they offered, they would no longer provide any support and would actually limit the reach of the film and label it as hateful conduct because of misgendering. Specifically in the film, a father refers to his 14-year-old daughter as her, and a store owner uses the wrong pronoun in a confrontation with a Bud Light person. We remind Twitter they remove misgendering from their policy that the term misgendering itself is misleading and that enforcing such a policy places them on the side of the most radical elements of society. The, the side most opposed to their commitment to free speech. Twitter clarified they only removed misgendering from their policy because they didn't need to be that specific, but that they still consider misgendering abuse and harassment. They gave us the opportunity to edit the film to comply and we declined. When we asked, how much will they limit the visibility we posted the film anyway? Twitter replied that our own followers would not be able to see it in their feeds. This, they said, is part of their speech, not reach policy. Speech, not reach policies. You can speak all you want to nobody. Y'all said Twitter was a free speech platform. Yo, you know, I was gaining more followers in Twitter under the previous regime than the current regime. I don't know what Elon did, but I got to be shadow banned or some shit. I got to be shadow banned. I don't gain followers. If I didn't go on the Megyn Kelly show, I'd still be at the same number. If I'm not going on Gutfeld tomorrow, I wouldn't get a bump. Of course, saying you have the right to speak, but we'll... Make sure no one hears you is a bit like saying you have the right to cast a vote, but we'll make sure it isn't counted. It's not right at all. 
He continues, we brought all our shows to Twitter Tuesday because we believe Twitter was committed to free speech, especially on this issue. After all, the Babylon Bee was silenced on Twitter over this very issue. And that in part prompted Elon Musk to purchase the platform. The other tech platforms have already decided where they stand in the Bud Light debate and demonetize and deprioritize all those who disagree. Now Twitter, now Twitter has joined the ranks of the other tech superpowers and ensuring one side of the debate is suppressed. Elon Musk is not beholden to conservatives. He has the right to run his business as he sees fit. But if Twitter is going to throttle one side of the mo of one of the most important debates facing society, it cannot claim to champion free speech. I hope Elon Musk will reconsider his awful policy. If we can debate these issues on Twitter, if we can't debate these issues on Twitter, where can we debate them? If conservatives aren't welcome on Twitter, where are they welcome? It's unlikely another centi billionaire will come along to offer an alternative. We plan to post a movie anyway tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Will Twitter make good on their threat to throttle it and label it hateful conduct? Or will Twitter live up to its great promise? We'll all find out together. Let's see if we got an update from Elon here. Let's go to Elon's account. Let's see if he said anything yet. Give him benefit of the doubt. Uh, so is a tweet hour ago, Lil X just asked if they're police cats since they're police dogs. Congratulations to Giga Shanghai, Shanghai, 38 astronauts. So he has not commented that I've seen. Let's see. Let's check his replies. Maybe he's replied to somebody. No, 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 no. Uh, imagine being airline, you're going to sleep thinking everything is in good hands, and when you wake up, everything is a fire. Uh, happens a lot. Okay, here we go. Here's a response. Okay, here we go. This was a mistake by people at Twitter. It is definitely allowed. Whether or not you agree with uh, using someone's preferred pronouns, not doing so is at most rude and certainly breaks no laws. I should note that I do personally use someone's preferred pronouns just as I use someone's preferred name simply from the standpoint of good manners. However, for the same reason, I object to rude behavior, ostracism, or threats of violence if the wrong pronoun or name is used. Um, Jeremy responds here, and he says, uh, I appreciate the reply. We posted two clips flagged by Twitter, and they were indeed labeled hateful conduct, and the share functions were disabled on the post. We're trying to reach a team to determine what this means for those posts, whether or not our event tonight will be allowed to proceed unencumbered and whether or not we will be allowed to purchase the live event page and reach block as originally agreed. I appreciate your view of polite behavior, but our business is to debate public policy and philosophy. As such, we have an obligation to speak in ways consistent with our position. Our hope is that Twitter remains a place where we are free to do so. Somebody says, I just checked. The clips are severely restricted. Is this what Elon Musk meant by certainly allowed? Um, wait. Let's go to Matt Walsh's account really fast. We'll come back to Elon's account. I just want to check Matt Walsh's account, see if we can verify on our end of this clip. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's right there. Is right there. Visibility lim limited. 
This tweet may violate Twitter's rules against hateful conduct. So as of right now, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, June 1st, first day of Strong Dad June, this is limited. How exactly did... Yeah. Wow. So, and this one too, as you can see, visibility limited. All right, let's go back to Elon's account. Let's go back to Elon's account, see if there's any more responses from Elon. Um, no, it doesn't appear to be. It seems like that's just it. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to tune in tonight for Hotez Been Told You at 8 p.m. And we're going to give you a live update as to what's going on and if this is limited or not. So tune in, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. We'll be back at 8 p.m. tonight for Hotez Been Told You with Uncle Hotep. And we're going to um, keep you updated live on this story uh, so we can see if this ban has been lifted and if the propagation of that video has been limited. It's time to open up the phone lines. 202-596-5631. 202-596-5631. I'll see you on the, on the other side of this very short commercial break. Most of you will be replaced by AI. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can become AI resistant. But you will need to outperform the machines. You may not think this is possible, but it is. The infiniteness of human consciousness is more infinite than the power of the machine. You may not know how to tap into this power, but we do, and we will show you how. Join us in this journey to make the machine Call from. Strong Dad Protocol on the line. Hey. I know your number now. What up, bro? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Happy Strong Dad June. Happy Strong Dad June. Happy Strong Dad June, my brother. So, thank you, thank you. So, so first of all, uh, I'm glad that you were, were able to expand upon what I was talking about because I was definitely about to come in here and just remind all of the followers, everybody, that this is not the month to complain about the rainbow. Uh, I mean, outside, I, I could understand, you know, us talking about the Matt Walsh thing, this form of censorship. Uh, we're focusing that more on the system itself and not the people. But I just want people to remember, you see it on the timeline, you don't even need to respond. You see them in your comment section, you don't need to respond. And this goes for everything. This don't just go for the rainbow. This goes for everything that is considered a distraction. Well, you know, masculinity, masculinity does not give itself over. It doesn't give itself over. Whenever we see or whenever we get bogged down in conversations that don't get us anywhere, we surrender a portion of our masculinity at that moment. So I really think it's important for people to keep that in their minds, you know, especially the fathers. This is not the time to, to get, they, they, they thrive on attention. Attention is clicks, clicks is money. And we don't need to give them any money, any clicks or any attention. That's, I'm telling you, that's how I'm going to take this whole entire month. You know, I, I got books that I got some audio books that I've been ready to listen to while I'm working. 
I got, uh, you know, I, I listen to the uh, Lex Friedman podcast and um, so Sean Carroll every once in a while. They got some really great science material. I'm trying to learn something about these xenobots, you know, the new, the new future of human evolution, all of these things. Whatever it is you have in your Rolodex that you rarely go to in, you know, in replace of the grip. Whenever, you, whenever you're like, okay, I could listen to this, but I want to listen to the quartering complain about Target for, uh, you know, 25 minutes or something like that. Right. We don't need to, we don't need to worry about that. That's not important. It's not important. It doesn't do anything for your manhood. It doesn't do anything for your masculinity. And it certainly doesn't do anything for the, uh, the appearance of strong men in the community. You know, we are teachers. So learn something this month so you can teach it. Uh, what I plan to do uh, during this month, a few things that I plan to do is tomorrow, I want to highlight my favorite Twitter dad. Uh, you know, uh, a dad we all know on Twitter who is highly active. I'm not going to tell, tell you all his name. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. But I feel like for the first week or so, I'm going to spend each day highlighting my favorite Twitter dad and what they bring to the table, what we can learn from them. You know, I feel like that's a good way for us to influence a, a bigger community out there because you know we got people who tune in who are hotep or who want to be hotep and their fathers you know they're they, they're, they're their husbands their fathers and and they may not feel seen because you know the rest of us were we're kind of communicating a lot together so i want to take that time to highlight them i also would like to you know take a moment to just send prayers to those who don't have a father for whatever reason you know there are people who have who, who have lost a good father and are like you know my mother she lost she lost my grandpa she lost her dad uh and like right when i got out of prison uh you know and i got to spend luckily i got to spend one last month with him before he passed on uh in christmas and you know he, he's a vietnam veteran a tunnel rat he, he it was a real live gangster to me and uh you know i look at my mother and the way she talks about his relationship with him and that's been one of the most important things going into being a father myself is understanding the relationship between me and my daughter. So, you know, I want to definitely give a prayer and much love to those people who don't have that opportunity anymore, who lost it. And those who have not had a good dad, too, because, you know, we don't want that. That's not what we want to influence. We want good, upstanding, upright men in this world. And it's a shame that some people have had to suffer, you know, bad men, have had to suffer bad fathers. So them, too, they deserve our love. And lastly, I want to give a special shout out to the mothers, you know, those who have made us fathers, have made us strong dads. Okay. If it, if it had not been for them, if it had not been for what they true, what they provided, then we wouldn't even have that moment in time to be the strong dad, right? I, I look at my wife when she became pregnant. All I considered was I'm the purveyor of her peace right now. She is holding, harboring my child, giving her nutrients, taking care of her, raising her up. And so I just want to also give a special love and shout out to those mothers who made us fathers. You know, when your day comes around, best believe you're going to have your month too because you deserve it as well. So that's all I really got to say. Much love. Happy Strong Dad June, y'all. Happy Strong Dad June, brother. Before I let you go, I just want to put this message out there to the world. Make your Strong Dad video, and I'll feature it here. Hashtag Strong Dad June. Tag me. Um, tag the brother right here, Trey Quinn, uh, underscore 87. Um, you might as well just change the at to your Strong Dad Protocol, man. Um, but, yeah, so tag us. Tag um 
Strong Dad June. And um, we'll feature your video on the show every day. We're going to we're going to feature somebody on the show. Hey, brother, I appreciate you. Thank you very much for participating in this wonderful holiday. Absolutely. Hotep absolutely. and Bill. Hotep and Bill. Strong Dad Protocol on the check-in, y'all. This show's a little bit different than what you're used to. This show's a little bit different than what you're used to. You know, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to um, make this about, you know, the, the shows that you're used to, because that's fine and dandy, but we're different over here. Call from Tenfold Durag. Tenfold Durag on the line. What up, brother? Talk to me, man. What's going on, AJ? What's good, Joe? Um, so I, I definitely want to say that what uh, Strong Dad Protocol put out there is amazing. Um, I don't have any children, um, but I have a father, not a dad. And having uh, like a actual marker for what a dad is and what a positive male is, like we hear a lot about um, like toxic masculinity, all of that, and there's no sort of solution to that, right? Like everything that you kind of shared was like, here's a problem, here's a problem, here's a problem, but it's not really a solution. So I think that this is really important, you know, although like I, I debate whether or not I want to be a dad, um, I think that this kind of puts a great light on males as a whole, but also what dads actually are supposed to do and what dads do do. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say one thing in response to that. Beautifully said, um, if you ever want to learn anything about yourself, raise a son. You never really know the man you are until you have to teach somebody else how to be a man. Then you start to really understand what it is to be a man. So, you know, that's me trying to convince you to have a son. And uh, I'll leave it at that. But strong words, and we appreciate you supporting Strong Dad June, bro. For sure. And um, I want to I tap in on um, the, the race group. Okay. So, um, definitely uh, red pill, blue pill as well. Um, definitely has said some great things. Um, I was watching uh, Black Magic, and he had said something along the lines of pretty much what you guys said as well. Um, but I think that there's a lot of people that are, like, they have, like, a yes master syndrome, and they don't understand that, right? Um, because what she, what she was talking to really is is that right because for us to believe in ourselves and you know i've done my research on, on certain things and uh the minister louis farrakhan speaks about that as well um that to be racist is to believe that your race is the best right and i don't think that's necessarily i don't think there's necessarily an issue with that right I think the issue is when you go ahead and put down other people because of that, right? For me, it's more or less hold your head high because of, right? Like you speak a lot, a lot about um, what we what we have in, in our history and everything else. Um, we was kings, right? Um, and I, I kind of look at it because uh, during the interview with Shaka Atmos as well, um, he said that he has to come out and deal with these things and you're kind of having to you know speak 30 40 minutes on this rather than you know educate and put people on to really what 
our history is and why we should hold our heads high and why we should have more steam than we do currently have. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could do big brain content all day. Yeah, I, I do too. But I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like you're, like you said, like you're, you're kind of like the, the face of this and you're like, uh, I don't want to say Hollywood cause it has like a negative connotation, but like you are the, main face of the brand so like you gotta kind of ride that griff wave so got i appreciate to. it either way yeah got to you get it got to gotta ride that griff wave yeah hold up and build hold up and build bro 10 foil do rag on the check-in rudy get in here i see you calling get in here rudy we we we, we holding holding your spot rudy we holding your spot rudy i see you bro um Pun, thank you for the um, thank you for the super chat. Pun says uh, Griff report equals learning, unlearning, and relearning. Yes, sir. Who's that? Call from to accept press. Call from. Okay. Yo, Kay, what up, girl? Hello? What's up? How are you doing? Can what you up? hear me? Yeah, what up? We got you in here before Rudy, man. What's going on? What's on your mind, love? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Kay on the check-in. <laughs> I just got to say. You said, All I got to say is, first off, get that master focus. Tell them, tell them. to click the link in the description box. Get that. Get it. It's going to be helping me because I'm going back to college for AI technology so I could get that on my resume so I'm not stuck at a job and so I can continue to grow. And I need that master focus to help me study. Yeah. Yeah. So vital. I got up this morning and I put some work hours in on the company um, and you know, it's funny working on Master Focus under the influence of Master Focus is just a beautiful thing. But yeah. Mm hmm. I also have to say happy Strong Dad June as well. Happy Strong and Dad June. I just want to give a. Yes. I want to give a shout out to um, my dad that is no longer here and also my adopted father who is no, no no longer here and my late husband too um both of my my birth dad as well as my adopted dad thank you it's kind of hard for me to get through this but both of them had passed away from agent orange so Dang. it was like when um my my birth family wasn't able to take care of me it was like um, my extended family stepped up and, you know, kind of God family took care of me. And one thing I do remember from my dad being a sergeant in the military, I came home from kindergarten and this one guy was picking on me and I told him about it. And so um, my birth father was like, primero, put down your backpack. I'm going to show you how to box. Uh -oh. And I was in like, kindergarten <laughs> so 
was this was kindergarten? Oh, way, man. man. Savage. Yes. Huh. <laughs> mm. And, um, you know, me and my me and my birth father, yes, we did not have the best of relationships, but I followed in his footsteps and I joined the military, too. And to have him there before he passed, it it's you know, it was it made him proud. So. I was able to make him proud and, you know, that felt good. And daughters, if you have, even if it's a broken relationship with your father or anything like that, fathers do play a huge impact on their daughters. It is so true. Yes, it is. So, and I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful, you know, Yes, we didn't have the best of relationships, but I learned from it. You know, I also had my adopted family, too, to help me and guide me. And also, you know, my adopted father as well. So that was awesome. And with um, my late husband, I mean, he he did everything he could. And I wanted to call in when you guys were talking about um the incarceration issue because he had to deal with that. He had a scholarship and everything and lost it because he was at the wrong time and, you know, the wrong place with a bunch of knuckleheads that he knew and it just ruined everything. And when he tried to get his life back, everything was counted against him because they saw that on his background didn't see what he was trying to do, didn't see anything else. They just saw felon, no. And it's it's hard for people to come back and rehabilitate from that because I don't know if it was Strong Dad or whoever was saying that. The system is not made for you to succeed. The system is made for you to go back in. It's like it's it's a rotating door. They want you to come back in, so they're not going to make it easy for you to um, succeed and be out on your own and all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So hence why I got into law and, you know, doing counseling for people to help them, you know, kind of see if there were ways to kind of get through the system and make sure that they actually have that chance that they could succeed. But I just, yeah, it's, it's huge. And um, with this month, you know, we're taking over this month. It is going to be strong dad June for now on. So if there's any, if somebody can make up t-shirts, if we're gonna, we're gonna make flags and put them on our trucks, make bumper stickers, wear a sticker, I don't care, get the message out. Each June from now on is going to be Strong Dad June. And I love to hear about people sharing stories, whether they're positive or, you know, maybe there were rough instances with your father. I mean, um, you know, I, I'm just... You know, I wish I could go back into time, but I'm thankful for the things that I did learn, you know, and it's hard being the daughter of, you know, a 
sergeant. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's that's what I wanted to come come on and talk about. And and just another thing, just a sidestep about you know just the race grift and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All I see going on is the reverse Uno card, mm. and I'm getting sick of it because people are falling for it. Mm-hmm. And me having that background in criminal justice and law and all that stuff. I see statistics and the statistics don't add up with what I'm seeing. Mm. And like I tell everybody, if you're going to believe those CDC statistics, then you ought to believe these FBI and government statistics too, because they're selling you the same crap. Mm. So Mm. until you're actually there and out there seeing things, because I used to live, I, I grew, I used to live in South central LA. So until you actually see the things, what's going on, why it's happening, then start saying something. And it's like, I don't care if a person, if a black person or a um, white person hurt you long time ago, sometimes you need to forgive and get on and just know that the whole race is not like that. Everybody's different. So you can't assume that, you know, one the the thirteen fifty whatever the mess they want to say or you can't um, play the reverse uno and say this side does this this side does that so when I hear people talk about you know Latinos y Latinas and all that stuff and you know their derogatory stuff I'm just like yeah whatever okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah it's it's just it's just divide and conquer. And the more divisive you could get, the easier it is to conquer people because people are not thinking. Hence, y'all, the master focus. That's what I need I had to throw that in there again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, now, I appreciate those words. Um, you know, we talk offline all the time. So I appreciate, you know, all the, all the content you sent my way. And uh, happy Strong Dad June to you, too. Yes, happy strong dad to June. Hotep and build. Hotep and build. K on a check-in, y'all. Uncle Hotep out here grifting. He right, though. He said the fake left. I don't know who he's talking about, the fake left. I'll ask him tonight on the show at 8 p.m. He said the fake left stealing the term woke from black Americans is one of the biggest crimes of humanity. It's worse than slavery. Now, he's definitely bugging with that last line. But for people that don't know, like... In the black community, we used to say stay woke. And really that meant like stay red pill. Like watch the agenda. Call from Rudy the Vet. Rudy the Vet Russo on the line. Ah. <laughs> what is good, my dog? What is good? You got me so fired up today, man. You almost said my nigga. Oh. I heard that slip. Hey, 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 listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, listen. <laughs> but you are though, dude. You are. You are. I appreciate you, are. you. Hey, look, check this out. Strong Dad June is coming in with a fire, man. First off, I want to give a shout out my little brothers in the chat. Slight Tyson, man. He's the one that actually turned me on to you back in the day, man. Oh yeah. And, yeah, man. Slight Tyson, man. That's my little brother, Louis Cornfield, man. That's what his nickname is, man. That's my boy. Hey, he's a good dad, though, man. Coaches all his kids' teams teaches his little steps on how to fight just like I do. 
you know what I'm saying? So Strong Dad June, we're kicking it in, man. We're kicking the door in. We're Strong Dad June in full effect. And, and listen, man, I, I love I love the rant, but I, I got to disagree a little bit. Here we Every go. time one of these stupid-ass red whites puts a little tranny in the in his thing, or Clown World puts a little tranny in his thing, and they want a bitch in white. I'm jumping in there and I'm commenting, yo, why don't you change the culture with a hashtag Strong Dad June instead of bitching about shit? Because these red whites, woo, I'm fired up, man. These red whites, these red whites that want to complain and post stuff about the little white kid getting her ass beat and try to divide. Why don't you raise a fucking man? Why don't you raise a man? Because I'm going to tell you what, my little man. And he's my stepson. Raise a man. Like, he ain't going out there doing incite violence, but if violence comes to him, he's going to be ready with vi- for violence. We punch the bag three or four days a week. We hit the gym all summer long. That's mm-hmm. what we do, man. Raise a fucking man. Raise a man. Because I went to Booker T. Washington High School. You went to what? I went to Booker T. Washington High School, Norfolk, Virginia. And the brothers there tested me. I fought back. You know what happened in my, after my freshman year? Never got fucked with again. Went the next three years of high school without one fucking fight. Mm. Went into the prison system. Brothers tested me. Knocked one the fuck out. Got into a fight. They said, oh, this white boy's going to defend himself. Never had another problem for the next four years in fucking prison. Mm. Went to the next camp. Next camp was a little lower level. Dudes used to run the mouth. I'm three and one in the joint. That's all I'm going to say. I took an L, but I'm three and one in that bitch. <laughs> defend your fucking self, man. He's red. Why you think Ben Shapiro's punk ass kids are gonna fight back? Think Matt Walsh's punk ass kids are gonna fight back? Defend your fucking self. Teach your kid to be a man. He ain't gotta go out there and be the aggressor, but let him know if aggression comes, he can meet it with mutual aggression. God mm. damn it. Mm. And that's what strong dad doing is to me, man. You got me riled up, man. When you were on that rant, I couldn't even type, dude. All I could throw is fire emojis, man. I'm <laughs> bouncing off the fucking walls, dude. <laughs> Bouncing off the walls, man. Tired of the rainbow, man. I'm tired of it, man. Anyway, man. Oh, one more thing. South Carolina, if anybody in this chat is listening, get that motherfucking Lindsey Graham out of fucking power, man. That sweet meat fucking rainbow motherfucker needs to go, man. He needs to go. He's got to go. He's a piece of shit. You know, I told you. I'm a red-white, so I sit back, and I don't comment on black issues. That's not my fucking place. I listen and pay attention, and I try to support any way I could possibly. But I'm here to talk to the red-whites. Tighten the fuck up. <laughs> the ones with the microphones are a bunch of bitches. Man the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Raise men, dude. Raise men. Raise men, and you won't have to put shit in your fucking comments about, my kid got jumped by five guys today. Well, maybe if you can't fucking... Flung his hands back, he would never get jumped again, man. Sons of bitches, man. <laughs> That's it, man. I'm fucking out, man. These red whites got me fucked. These the wrong ones with the fucking microphone, man. I've been saying that shit every fucking day since I've been calling in, man. Tired of the fucking pussy ass red whites with the microphone. Yes, Tired dude. of it, man. <laughs> I love you, brother, man. You got, I'm telling you, man. My my blood pressure's up, dude. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm tired. I'm so tired of the. Fucking, man, you know the names. I don't even have to throw the names out. Anybody in this chat knows the fucking stupid-ass red whites that come across your feed. Like, even with the fucking Daily Wire, oh, well, Elon will post our shit. No fucking 
Oh, I guess Crowder's a piece of shit too. But he called y'all out. He said, "Stop catering to the fucking you. You's trying to send me a contract. Well, I got to cater to big tech. And now you're up there fucking bitching and whining because you can't put your movie out. And I'm not, I don't, I've never seen a fucking movie. Probably a good fucking movie. It's probably got a good message. But all you do is bitch and whine about it. But you take up the ass from big tech all day long, the fucking Daily Wire. And these are the people that are fucking pushing the red, white, and right. I mean, these are the ones you listen to for common fucking sense. And they're fucking crying. But they'll take your money. Jeremy Boring will make some Jeremy's candies and some Jeremy's razors because they're fucking nothing but greedy fucks, dude. The message is whack. They're soft. Stop listening to them. Get down with the hoteps and the real red whites, man. And I'm out, brother. Hotep and Bill, man. Hotep and Bill, bro. <laughs> Call from Goldstein. Oh, man. Hotep Goldstein on the check in. <laughs> yo, you got a hard act to follow right now. <laughs> hey, yo, Rudy. I ain't, I ain't fucking with Rudy today, man. He's feeling it. I'm not fucking with Rudy. He set the bar extraordinarily high with that one. <laughs> oh, man. What's good, bro? Happy Strong Dad June. Happy Strong Dad June, man. Um, as it pertains to Strong Dad June, um, I would like to remind people that abdicating your responsibility as a father may not necessarily look the way you think it looks. It may not come in the package of you going to go get some milk and never coming back. Sometimes you can abdicate while you're sitting right there in your kid's face. Case in point. True. Here you got fools down in Florida, whether you're on the left or the right, you got fools down in Florida abdicating their responsibility to teach their children in the way that they want them to go to Ron DeSantis. Yeah. So if you're going to sit back and complain, like mostly people on the left about how he's erasing black history, well, what the fuck is he supposed to do? You're the father. You're supposed to teach him black history. Mm. Fuck what the state is talking about. Right. When you got him talking about, Oh, how come they, uh, they passed this debt ceiling. They're passing debt down to my children and their children. That's your fault as a father. You're the one who abdicated your responsibility to your kids, right? Mm -hmm. You're the one who put these people in here who thought that they could raise your child, you, possibly your grandparents, better than their parents. Mm. And it's generational. It's been going on for some time. We put too much goddamn onus on these elected officials to help us raise our children, to help us live better lives. And all they really supposed to be doing as a federal government is defending the goddamn border. That's their only mandate. Big facts. So, but we want to give them all this power here. You know, hook us up when we want to get hooked up. Give us some money over here. Give us some money over there. Well, that shit comes at a cost. And after years of this shit building up, that cost is extremely significant. Now people are seeing, whether you're on the left or the right. So quit calling for motherfuckers to legislate your morality. Quit calling for motherfuckers to teach your history. Quit calling 
for motherfuckers all up in Washington, D.C. to do your goddamn job as a father. Because while the mothers play a significant role, it is the fathers that's going to make this thing work. Yep. Yep. And uh, all I'm saying... All I'm going to say on Matt Walsh Uh-oh. is this. I can guarantee you that if Twitter does not lift the restriction and everything goes on the way Twitter says it's supposed to go on, I can guarantee you that tomorrow Matt Walsh's mental will be doing some Gabby Douglas level gymnastics <laughs> on why he should stay on the app. I guarantee it. So you saying they're not gonna boycott like they boycott in Target? Hell no, because that's his pockets we talking about now. Mm. It was all good when it was talking about a piss brand of beer and the store he probably ain't seen since he was in his teens. <laughs> it was all good then. But now that it's hitting him directly and his pockets directly, it's going to be a bunch of, oh, well, you know, I think I should stay on the app because I have a voice that needs to be heard. And while it may be restricted, the parts that are getting through need to get through. It'll be some dumbass shit like that. <laughs> but but he ain't, he ain't going to do what he's supposed to do. He ain't going to ride off into the sunset on this motherfucker. Right? <laughs> I, I, I can't argue with you. I think, I think uh, that's a prescient take. Yeah, man. But happy Strong Dad Protocol to all of the fathers out there. I was not lucky enough to be one. And as I've done a lot of self-reflection over the years, I probably shouldn't be because, I mean, I'd be raising some, some, some terrors, but I am a fucking pet father. I am a pet dad. That's what's up. And so if you are just that, take care of your goddamn animals. Mm. Take care of your animals. We had a hard case come in. We had to put her down because the valley fever had gotten to her so tough that she had severe spine and leg degeneration. There was no way she could make it. Damn. Because somebody abandoned her on the reservation. Okay. So take care of your damn pets, please. Mm. If you, you got major resources out there. You know, if you're in Arizona, you can always contact Murphy's Law Rescue. That's the name of my rescue. Okay? Murphy's we Law Rescue? Yes. Okay. You just, we will take care of you. We will, we will help you out. If you can't take care of your pets anymore, contact your local rescue. There's resources, but do not let them languish. Mm. Real That's talk. about it. Hey, thank you for the call, man, and um, happy Strong Dad, John. You too, bro. Hey, ladies, I need somebody out there to give give uh, Hotel Goldstein a baby, man. Put the baby emojis in the chat if we need if we need a, a, a Hotel Goldstein baby out here. Call from. Yo, yo, what up, man? You want to line with Hotel G's? Who this, Jonah? Yeah, yeah. I just went to YouTube, so I didn't know I was calling. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, bro? What's on your mind? Give me the 60-second take, man. Um... This is uh, this is a whole Elon and Matt Walsh or whatever. Okay. Are, are we really acting like uh, the military industrial complex still doing that shit? On what? Twitter. 
You think they spent trillions in building that PSYOP, that uh, IIA operation, and they gave it away? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I you, know, you know he still got the MOU, the Memorandum of Understanding. <laughs> That's why he tried to pull out of the purchase. Oh, boy. No, I mean... Anyways, um, going into the... So that, that, I, mean, I just had to get that out, you know? Your government, like, let's be honest, your government, well, not your government, um, the corporations that own your government, they spend trillions building Twitter to just get, like, one success with the air, air maps ring, right? So they're still, they're still running that thing. But um, when you're talking about, like, the black supremacy, white supremacy, and see, this is why, and I know you guys kind of get down on me when I say this, this is why I tell people I'm white trash, because I'm not white. I'm not all these other people, man. I'm not like I'm not the Clintons. I'm not all this stuff. I'm not a white liberal. When I look at these people that are setting all these dirty policies up, I'm like, yeah, that's not me, man. <laughs> so I say that in a positive way. Oh man. But, but yeah, no, no, no. I just had to get that out there. Come on, like seriously, Twitter is still owned by the government. Facebook's still owned by the government. Sorry, private military contractors. But getting real. <laughs> hey, good take, man. Happy Strong Dad June. Uh, I got no kids, but Strong Dad June to you, man. Hi, yo. Jonah, 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 Jonah Ryan on the check in, y'all. Man, he said the platform owned by the industrial, military industrial complex. Call from Psych Tyson. Oh, man, Psych Tyson on the line. You guys, what a privilege, man. Are you kidding me? I'm really talking with Hotep Jesus. Oh, my God. In the flesh. Listen, Happy listen, Strong Dad June. Listen, Rudy the Vet is my brother by blood. We got the same dad, different moms. Really? Life, lifelong relationship. It's 100% real. Thank oh, you for man. The There's more of y'all out there? Right? There's more of us out there. <laughs> Thank you for the retweets. Y'all got the Psych Tyson face reveal out there on Twitter. I had to do it because it is. Strong Dad June. It is about taking it back, but let me tell you about being a father. I got two daughters of my own and my stepson. My stepson, I've been in his life since he was three years old. Wow. He's okay. 14 now. Uh-huh. I don't know what happened over the last year. The kid has learned everything. He's the most exemplary young man. He knows how to conduct himself. He's rock solid, and it just all clicked. It's mm. not easy being a stepdad. That's some other dude's kid. That's some other dude's blood, but if, if the only thing, the, the only barrier between him and I is that they we're not blood, but my house is his home. Mm, so much love. work. Y'all don't even know. 11 years married to his mom. I'm losing his mom right now to feminism, self-love, new age bullshit. We've been through it before. Tumultuous relationship. I got to let her go, but guess where the kids are? Guess where the kids want to be? Which right you? here in the house that I worked for, bought, built and develop with them. I sit there with my daughter. I sit there with my daughter. We play guitar. She can play piano. She can play multiple instruments, draws, colors, out of control. I grew up. I loved art. I loved all types of stuff. We get them into sports. I coach these kids up. Dog, I'm 19 and 2 over three seasons with my two kids' soccer teams. I stopped playing soccer when I was nine. All I teach these kids is mentality, mindset. You can never win if you quit. And that goes for everything in life. I'm not teaching them about soccer. I'm teaching them about life. I go and do Muay Thai and boxing. My garage is a boxing gym. Come on. Yo, we got to know how to throw these hands. We got to know how to protect ourselves. We're not out there to be bullied. 
two years ago, my, my stepson got into a little scrap in school. It was twofold. They messed with some kid's shirt. The kid shoved them into a locker. Boom, two-pieced him in the face. The kid was bigger than him, took him to the ground, and he got punched in the face. There is not a person on this planet that's got a cock and balls that hasn't been hit in the face. You can't call him a man. Life is going to kick you in the nuts. Life is going to put you down. You've got to learn to contend with yourself. And that's what I teach these kids. You've got to learn to contend with yourself because everything is in the mind. That's how you win. You've got to overcome. You've got to have that strength. And that's all I try to teach these kids and develop them. If it wasn't for me, they wouldn't know about Caravaggio. They wouldn't know about the Renaissance. They wouldn't know about heavy metal. They wouldn't know that heavy metal is a boat star. They wouldn't know about all this stuff. You gotta teach them and expose them and let them know. And you gotta talk honestly to them. No matter their age, you can be honest. You can just reach their level and let them know. And I don't care what, I love women, love the females, love mothers, got appreciation for But it takes a real good man to teach them how the real world works so that they're ready. They're ready. And that's all I'm trying to do. That is my mission in life. My 14-year-old stepson, I told him two weeks ago, I could die today. I could die today. And I know you got this. You're going to be good. Mm. He's showing it to mm. me, man. It's wild. It's life. And that's what it's all about. And, yeah, Rudy the Vet ain't lying. I put him on the Hotel Jesus when he did the Starbucks thing that, like, Damn. five, six years ago, whatever it was. That's how far back it goes. We come out in January. My little brother comes out to the living room over here to my house, and we watch the Grifties, man. Love y'all. Great work. Hey, yo. Hashtag Strong Dad June. I'm going to drop a pick every day this month. They mm. took the rainbow from the kids, man. I take my little girl shopping, get them clothes. Can't even get them something with a sparkly pony and a rainbow pony on it because, yo. That's right. what I mean. Come on, man. And, they're, right. pre- and they're, they're, they're after your mind. And once they get your mind, they got your soul. And then uh, this is the only other thing I'm going to say because I'm a firm believer in Jesus Christ. I've been through every kind of church there is. The Orthodox Church is the only place you ain't going to see a rainbow. The Mm. Orthodox Church is the only place you're not going to see anybody rainbow up in front of the pulpit trying to talk to you about nothing. Mm. Even Christ has been co-opted, especially in this country. Mm. Get it right. Do the history. Do the knowledge. And then take action for yourself. Take responsibility for yourself and live your life. Hotep and build. I am out. Hotep and build. Jameson Hayes said, I ain't calling in, man. I don't want to follow them up. I don't blame you. Oh, man. Hey, hey, two things before I, I bring the next caller in. Two things. Number one, don't no kid want to live with a victim. Your, your parents are victim and the other ones are victim. They not. Nobody wants to live with a victim. Second thing I'm going to say is that bitch want to be a feminist. Let that be a bit. Let that bitch be a feminist by herself. If that bitch want to be a feminist, let her be a feminist by herself. Yo, you want to line with Hotep Jesus? Talk to me, man. Happy Strong Dad June. These uh, phone lines are really hot. Oh, the uh, phone lines are hot. What up, bro? I've got a, I've got a number of things I want to chat about real fast. So, okay. uh, first is uh, I want to go back into the grip bag a little bit and talk about um, some advice my pastor gave to me a long time ago regarding the lady on the plane. Um, he said, uh, when you got family arguments, you let the spouse who's, who's, you know, uh, whose family you're dealing with be the, the spokesperson on it. And when it comes to this black-white issue, I think it's kind of the same. 
let the strong black men speak up when 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 uh, when needing to you know correct people. Let the strong white people speak up. The strong Asian people. The strong Mexican people. Whatever it is, take care of your family and uh, and correct them. Don't you know someone else that hasn't been a part of that family. You have to do all that work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second thing I want to say is, you're saying white conservatives aren't listening about real black. Wait, wait, black wait, 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 wait. Hold up. You're saying a lot of good stuff here, but you keep breaking up. You, you are you in a bad area? Right. Uh, I don't think so, but yeah, I'll, I'll stop moving. Okay. What'd you say? So the second thing is, uh, we talked about, uh, you know, you saying white conservatives listening to real black. I think. Uh, I think we need some patience because it's a while to find the Hotep Jesus's Uncle Hoteps after years and years of, of indoctrination. It takes a while for the Strong Dad Protocol and the Canon Hotep to get up to the platform for people to listen to them when they're not just being put on by other Hoteps. And, you know, we watched uh, you grow to, you know, be able to be on um, Megan Kelly and Tim Poole and Joe Rogan and, and Alex Jones. And uh, and it's going to take some patience. So I want to ask the, the black community to give the white conservatives a little bit of patience because we're just coming around to finding the hoteps in the, in the black community. That's a good point. You just bought yourselves another year. <laughs> uh, last uh, last point I want to talk about in the grift bag is the uh, uh, is the debt. I know we talked about the uh, national debt. Yeah. Act, and I think a uh, podcast of the Lotus Eaters did a really great job. Uh, shout out to Sargon of Cod uh, and Brokenomics series did a really great job of breaking down what the American debt looks like. Okay. If all the American debt got broken down into one person, like uh, uh, shrunk down to one person's budget, so we break down the entire uh, American budget into Americans, our bank account would have $680 in it, our credit card would be $250,000, our interest payments would be $7,000. Our income would be $36,000. Our spending would be $47,000. And our future debt in 10 years would be $1.5 million more. Uh. And this kind of, these kind of bills, they don't make it worse, but they don't make it better. Right. We've got to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, it's, our debt is way out of hand. And that's something you don't have trillions. You can think of it as what you're actually working with. How are you going to be able to pay off two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of debt when you're making thirty six thousand dollars a year? Right. Last thing, strong June. I want to just take a quick moment every uh, to give every every report to give a little bit of a, a strong bed June uh, advice, uh, fatherhood tips. And I, I hope other people follow me because I want to hear other good fatherhood tips. But having books in the house. Books in the house are one of the strongest correlations to child success. Keep books in the house. Read books to your children. Have books in the house. Buy books. And that's it. I love that. I love that, man. Appreciate you on the call in. Um, uh, we played your video earlier. So, uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, that clip was too cute with her saying Hotep and Bill. Oh, my Lord. But um, happy Strong Dad June to you, bro. Happy Strong Dad June. See you later. Oh man, the love is is abundant today. It's Hotep Thursday. It's the first day of Strong Dad Joan. The callers is hot today. The callers is hot. Um, like I was saying, if that bitch want to be a feminist, let that bitch be a feminist by herself. <laughs>
We ain't accepting that shit. P-Dub Designs. United we stand, divided we fall. We are all targets. We are all Americans first. That means something. All created equal. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness for all. The American dream for all. Thank you, P-Dub. Well stated. Well stated. Inside the ages. Everyone knows it's Strong Dad Joan. Call from Scott. Scott, you want to lie with Hotel Jesus? What up, man? What's going on, brother? What's happy good? Strong What's Dad June. Hey, happy Strong Dad June. <laughs> Talk to me, man. What's on your mind? The guy that uh, he almost said my nigga, if it comes from love, there ain't no problem. So he needs to get over it. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you just but... said it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem saying it because it's out of love. The caller, are, the first caller. Are you white? Uh, I'm like half white, half Mexican. I was the guy that called you like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you dropping the N-word on the channel. What up, man? <laughs> uh, it's, it's strong that June month. I just want to give up my little story. Um, so I met my wife. 13, 14 years ago, and her daughter was six weeks pregnant. She was married to an abusive cop. I fell in love with her and her daughter. I got her to leave that abusive cop, marry me, a bartender, and just uh, less than a month ago, he signed away his rights, and I adopted her. That's a strong dad. That's a strong dad. That's a strong dad. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Taking responsibilities it, for these kids' lives, man. You got to. And her uh, last caller said to have a book. Uh, first book I'm going to have her read is Tragedy and Hope 101 whenever she gets done with her homeschooling. Carol Quigley? Yes, sir. Well, it's, it's 101 uh, wrote by a plumber. He, oh, okay. he broke the 1,300-page Tragedy and Hope down to like 200 pages. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was over here reading yeah. 1,300 pages. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, like, summarizes uh, tragedy and hope and uh, Anglo-American establishment basically down to one book. Nice, so, nice. That's going to be her first, like, progress of our, uh, book report. It's going to be on that. I like that. That's what's up. Yes, sir. All right, take it easy. Hotep and build. Hotep and build. Strong Dad June's going strong, y'all. Strong Dad June's going strong, y'all. Oh, man, we just got another another one in here. Look at all this love in this hashtag strong dad John. Renee Vogel says, All I wanted to be when I grew up was to be a father and a husband. These are the things I didn't see growing up. And I just had the desire to be a better version. Strong Dad John. Retweet that. Big strong dad John energy is on the timeline right now. Oh, look at this. This is strong dad energy right here. Call from Ohio Tep. Ohio Tep on the check-in. Hey, yo, 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 it's Tari. It's Tari. I what? just wanted you to know this. Uh, it's Tari. What's good? What's good? No, it's also, it's also Ohio Tep. And I wanted to start off strong, strong dad, man. No, no, I got some, some acts to follow here. No, oh, I, ain't, I ain't no Rudy had a brother. I know, it's two of them out here. We in Double trouble. Right out here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, it's not, it, not going to be too upbeat, but I saw something. And the reason I came in as Ohio today, because this happened in Ohio. 
I saw this story, and this is about this is about the children. Okay. This one is about the children. This is about the children that ain't born yet. Mm. Apparently, in my state, some county, some judge just uh, ruled that they can uh, inject fentanyl while they're pregnant. Whoa! Wow! Really? Yeah. yeah. I want, Who, who's I doing this? To you, but I popped on here real quick. Let me. Who's let me doing this? this who's doing the injecting? The doctor, the individual, or is this you saying the addicts themselves can inject it? It was the case. They got taken to court, and uh, the judge ruled. It's a, it's a crazy county name right here. The mm. county Mus- Muskingum County. Mm. Muskingum County. Damn. They uh, they ruled that a pregnant woman can uh, can it can it inject narcotics, including fentanyl, right? So it's not even just uh, fentanyl. It's just it's a, like that temple argument. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. He was going that. back and forth with that guy. He yeah, contradicted we, himself. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I showed this article immediately brought up that argument. It's crazy how I come back like come back around like that, don't it? Mm-hmm. Sure do. Mm-hmm. Sure do. That's wild, yeah. man. And I say anybody, wherever you at, when you see stuff like this going on, this is the month, right? We all about the solutions. Mm-hmm. You can make sure this stuff kind of stuff ain't happening around you. This is something this is something that happened in the courts, you know. Right. We got a little bit of power here still, right? You know, mm-hmm. we can we can stop this kind of stuff from happening. You just you gotta gotta have a wherewithal. You know, we're not gonna sit around and complain about this. Correct. Got to do something, right? Correct. Got to do something. Got to do something because you can't let them do that. I, who? What kind of ruling is that? You can't let them do that. Mm-hmm. Can't let them do that. Mm-hmm. Sure they gonna indeed. use that on us. You know, sure damn indeed. well they gonna use that. Bro. Mm-hmm. Sure indeed. But that's all I have for you, today. Hey, man, happy Strong Dad June, man. Happy Strong Dad June. Strong callers today, man. I'm running down the um, timeline looking at all the Strong Dad June placements on the timeline. It's a lot of love in here. It's a lot of love in here. Let me check on our super chatters. Uh, Francisco Sanchez Jr., thank you. Thank you for supporting the channel, man. Um, Trump and Joe at it again at the Air Force Academy graduation. Oh, Lord, here we go. Call from... Steph Colonel. Steph Colonel on the check-in. What up, bro? Shit. Happy Strong Dad June. Bro, happy Strong Dad June. Yo, first of all, I've been trying to get on here for two weeks now, man. I, I'm not quick with my grip, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I've been trying to get through here, and I couldn't get through, and I finally got through. Yo, I got, I got a nice... I'm not a father, but I got a nice little strong dad June uh, story or not. So okay. um, I'm getting off of work just now. One of my friends, she hits me up. She's like, you at work? I'm like, yeah. And uh, she's, and she said, I'm in the parking lot. I'm like, parking lot? I'm like, yo, which parking lot? She pulled up to my job. Hadn't seen her in a while, right? Now, she does, she does have a child already, and she's actually pregnant right now. But, yo, when I saw her, man, she was looking fucking summertime fine like a mother, bro. I'm not going to hold you. I am not going to hold you. Bro, I am not going to hold you. If, if is she, she is showing? Actually, is she showing? She's she showing. No, she is showing. She's showing. But it, the, but the, but the weight, it, it fits her well, and she's she aging really well, right? I ain't going to hold you. If shit don't work out, if shit don't work out with her to do, 
Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm, I'm stepping all the way up on that. I'm not gonna hold you right now. I don't normally do that, but yo, oh my god. Oh my god. Yo, I'm telling you, she was looking fine as shit. It's not what I expected for Strong Dad June, y'all. <laughs> yo, I will be celebrating Strong Dad June. I'll be cheesing celebrating Strong Dad June from here on out if that happens. Yo, oh man, but no nah, man, that that's my strong dad dream story, man. But that's that's gonna that made my future strong dad dream story. But yo, I'm really happy that we're gonna get this off the ground. We need to get this trending, please. If you're watching this, get strong dad dream trending on Twitter. We need that. We need that ad. We need this to trend. We need this shit to move. You don't understand? This is this is history right here. This strong dad dream shit is history, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate the calling, man. We working. All right, man. Whole tech, con and build all the good shit, bro. Yes, sir. Oh, Lord. He's a savage. Hey, Jamison Hayes, you might as well come in after that phone call. Pause. You might as well hop on in after that phone call. That's a good way to hop in. You definitely follow that act up. Steph, yo, what's going on? (laughs) Yo. Oh my God. Yo, no numbers in all right, so I'm a digital marketer, so I'm gonna be on your ass about this, Trey. No underscores, no numbers in the at. You gotta keep playing with the at till you follow with no numbers and no underscores. Cause I can't be on here promoting you talking about go follow somebody underscore eighty seven. You sound like a Chinese bot. I'm sorry, you know how I am. I'm a digital marketer. I just really you need the number? Here, I'm gonna put in the chat for you. Steph, yo, you are, you can't be doing that chat, uh, Steph. You can't be doing that, bro. You tripping, man. And why was she at your job? Where her man at? Why is a pregnant woman with a kid showing up at your job? What's going on? This is not what we had planned for Strong Dad June, yo. Steph, I need you to do better, man. I need you to do better. <laughs> I said, is she showing? He said, yeah, she's showing, but she look good. What? Come on, man. We got to get, we got to get better. See, look, we got people watching right now. We got James Lindsay, Conceptual Jays, posting um, the rainbow flag. And somebody said, forget that. Let's do Strong Dad Joan. I agree. Nobody posting the flag. Y'all keep posting the flag, man. These y'all leaders, I feel bad for the red whites. These y'all leaders, they just want to post memes all day. Motherfuckers is kids. Call from Jameson. Yo, Jameson, what up, man? Talk to me, man. What's going on, Yo, bro? Yo, what up, man? What's Happy good? What's good? Dad June, Happy Strong Dad June, my brother. There you go, sir. So, so this how this how this how I feel right now, man. My motto for the rest of the month is. If you if you see something, say something, right? Cause you know it's agendas. We know it's agendas all over the place. You know, almost everything you see got an ulterior motive. Yeah. And you know, I usually ruin it for people. Like when I'm talking about movies, TV shows, toys, books, any type of advertisement. Like everything is pretty much like is is, is giving you an initial focus on some type of entertainment. And then it's switching, it's switching it up for you 
and then it's, it's moving you totally in a different direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how they always catch you. So, like, my, my, but strong dad, Jim, you know, I want to point out, I want to point out that shit, you know, to, to the normies out there, you know, to basically keep them in the know because, you know, they're always, a, our kids is always under attack. Yes. You know, um, and they get them young, you know, like, because my kids, like, my, my son, he'll open up his tablet and, wow, I got twins. So one of them would be playing Lego, yeah, and the other one he'll be playing Barbie. Oh I'm like, man! Why? I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm like, why did Amazon recommend Barbie for you? So I got to take his tablet, you know, I got to format it, take him out of the matrix and everything, yeah, and then plug him back in. Yeah, you gonna have to reset time. that bitch. Yeah, his cookies is yeah, all man. messed up. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you know, like that's how I feel about that. Um, also, I wanted to say that. Another thing that we need to start, we really need to start doing uh, from here on out, but like mostly during this month, is, you know, just embracing the youth, you know what I mean? Because a lot of these kids out here, they kind of jacked up from the, you know, from the, uh, from, from the, you know, from the entertainment and the influencers who ain't really pointing them in the right direction. Right. You know what I mean? So we got to grab a hold of them because, you know, they the future. We build them up right and they're going to build their kids up right. I don't know what happened with our generation because, I mean, I felt like I was raised up the right way, but mm. I can't say the same for some of my peers. Right. You know, somewhere along the way, they got kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think about my take earlier when I was talking about horror stories? Did you hear that part? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard it. Um, you agree with that or not? Nah, man, I definitely agree with it because, you know, whenever I think they made, I think they made, made that like a, you know, a prime point of um, attention because they always use it for every single election. They want to scare black people into voting a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's usually left. It's usually they want to scare you into voting left. Like when they said that you know, they, they, they did the travel ban for black people in Florida. All that is is lining people up to automatically assume that Ron DeSantis is going, you know, uh, uh, pass a, a bunch of different racist acts if he does become president because they want more people to vote, you know, in their particular way or manner. Correct. Um, so it's kind of jagged up. But oh, the, the last thing I wanted to say um, uh, for, for Seth Colonel and uh, Hotep Goldstein, man, y'all might not be fathers. You know, uh, with children, but y'all is definitely fathers for a lot of these people out here that's lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So y'all got to keep that shit up. That's true. That's true. It's a lot of brothers, young brothers watching this channel. You are definitely a father to them in some way, fashion, shape, or form. You right? Yeah, man. Whenever, whenever I hop on Twitter and I do like a hotel search, I see hotel Goldstein on there going off and shit, and it's always. It's always a lot of knowledge and everything he's saying, man. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's what's up, man. Shout out to Hotep Goldstein. I appreciate you calling in, man. But you're right. You know, those are some hard acts to follow, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. All right, bro. I'm out, man. All right, Hotep and Bill. Call from Strong Dad. Strong Dad Protocol with the double dip. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, what up, bro? Hey, first of all, man, I fixed the ad. It's they, you know, they they be taking all the good names. I know. It's at the strong dad. So it's, it's okay. It's okay. Right, the, okay. The strong dad. The, the only strong one. dad. The only one. <laughs> all right, let's pull that up. The strong dad. Let's see if that pops up. I see you. Oh, that's fire. Word, word, word. Yeah, all right, good, good. That's it right there, y'all. Now, see? So, D Strong Dad, I can promote that. All right, all right. I'm with that. I'm with that. So, first of all, to the men who are not fathers, that does not mean that you cannot be a father. Like the last caller said, you're, you're a father to these people out there. You're a teacher. A man's role is to lead whether he is a father or not. So if, if you are not living up to your station as a leader, then you're not living up to your station as a man. And that's just a fact. You don't have to have a child to know this or learn this. So I just want to make that clear for all those out there. Mm, mm, yes. And secondly, secondly, I, I have been a victim of the, uh, the, the stepdad simp before, okay? Uh-oh. Here we go. Listen, listen, no, no. I have, hey man, I, there, there was my, my last ex when I got out of prison. She uh, she had had a son, and I, I thought I was gonna step in there and be and be number one stepdad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know the, she was a, a son of a deadbeat. I thought I was gonna step in, and 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 I'm not saying that these children don't deserve or need father figures because they absolutely do. What I'm saying is this: because I got a young brother, he's uh, 22, and. He told me when I went back home to go visit him back in Bmore, he told me, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm with this girl. She, she already got a kid, but I love him, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I told him this. I said, listen, I'm not going to try to deter you from your relationship, my brother, but uh, a single mother is no place for a young man. It's no place for a young man. It really, it really is not. She is, you need a woman. As a young man who is stepping into the relationship world for real, you know, not just a dating game, but the relationship world, you need a woman who can devote herself to you. And if she has a child, she can't devote herself to you because she needs you to devote yourself to her son or her daughter. That's, you got to think about that. She's not, she's not looking for the best man. She's looking for the best dad. And when you are a young man, you're not there yet. You still have much to learn. So when you step into a situation, she needs you to be a father before you've even had a chance to understand that feeling. And so I would say safe, always go into things like that safe. Do not look at them as you're going to be the future because you never know. You know, I, I've had two exes who have had children, one who uh, had a young son and another who had a son and a daughter and she had already surrogated. And I don't even know where my brain was at. I wish I had someone like me in my corner saying, nigga, what is wrong with you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You need to hear that from those who have had that experience. I'm not saying it doesn't work out. Some people are special circumstances, but as we know, exceptions do not make the rule. Mm. Exceptions do not make the rule. Yeah. And this is one of those times where you might think, oh, I'm the exception. I'm telling you right now, look out for all the red flags. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? First of all, a mother should never be out there looking for looking for a man before she's popped that baby out. She her main focus is that baby. Okay. Her main focus is that baby. And I know it might hurt in the heart to hear it, but it has to be heard. It has to be heard. Because a lot of young men, they, they go through this, and then they get, you know, they get warped, hurt, 
and then they become some of these manosphere niggas that we know about, you know, some of these some of these wharf young men out there who got these crazy takes on women. Save yourself the struggle. There's a woman out there who is waiting to give you a child, who's waiting to give you that gift. That's who you need to be searching for as a young man. Now, if you're older, you know what I'm saying, you in your 40s or whatever, you already got kids or something, sure, have at it. Swing away. But it's, it really is no place for a young man to be a step-parent. It's let's, not. Let's, let's it doesn't un- work. Let's unpack some of this because you're right. Absolutely. You're right. Um, so, one, young man stepping in and being a stepfather successfully um, really hard to do because, like you said, you're not even a man yourself. You have no wisdom to pass down to this child. So highly would not recommend, especially if you're not financially secure. Um, however, guys who can do it and can pull it off, I think should pull it off if yeah. they know how to vet the woman and she's not with the intentions. And and you know what? I got to be honest with you. I don't. I don't know. If it's bad that she's looking for a new dad for her son, because she's looking out for her offspring, right? She's not looking right, for that's a man. The right thing. That yeah, that is the right thing to do. Um, but I think sometimes women might be too quick to bring a new man into the son's life or the or the daughter's life, or they're just running around these streets and just you know spreading the legs for any Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know a lot of that. But you're right. I think until men learn how to vet women. You cannot take on a responsibility of a stepdad. But for the guys who do, I think is a very honorable act. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's those are one of those, you know, major exceptions. Like, you know, I yeah, thought it's I was definitely a small it's in. definitely a small exception. Yeah. It is, it is. When you know, when I first did it, I thought I was, you know, man enough to step in. She was like, you know, you you're the you're the best example he's ever had, X, Y, and Z, you know what I'm saying? I didn't I talked to little nigga how to tie his shoes. He ain't know how to tie his shoes or nothing. You know what I mean? And I thought I was doing really, really well. But you have to, you know, there, there's a lot of things that come with that. Like you said, being able to vet the women correctly. You know, her head was not where I thought it was. So when I was like, okay, well, I, I do want another child so that we can expand this family. She was like, well, I'm not, I, I don't really want another child. I'm not ready for that. And then, I, you know, I find out later from her best friend that, really what she had asked for she wanted someone to help raise her son that's what she told her mm. so this was a poor poor vetting on, on on my behalf right i should have been able to to, to to see this and you know my better judgment i see i wasn't hotep yet my better judgment didn't speak to me mm. so all it did was lead me down that path and then the second time it happened you know, I thought, okay, well, this woman, she's closer to my age. She's uh, got her head in order. But really what she was more concerned with was uh, the ask, like the, the prospect of, you know, being, having a father there. She didn't really want to grow that family either. So my vetting still had been poor. So, you know, you're absolutely right. It has, it has a lot to do with your ability to vet and, uh, you know, Listen, we. I, I felt like I was hyper mature, man. I, I, you know, experienced a lot of things. Hello, a lot of men had an experience, but there is a, a an amount of time in that goes with that experience before you're able to do that kind of thing. There's a, you know, I, there, I'm, I'm only, I'm gonna be 36 this year. I still have so much to learn as a man myself. So, even, even today, even today, I feel like my vetting could could have been flawed had I tried that again. I'm so 
grateful that the woman I deserved approached me at the right time. And I wasn't out there really trying to just be somebody's dad immediately. You know, these things, they, they hurt men and, and, and we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to break that cycle because hurt men also make fathers who hurt, fathers who aren't good. You know, they, it can turn you all kinds of ways. It's, you know, we, we've seen it all. We know the horror stories. It, it, it doesn't need to be said, but it's definitely a big warning, especially for the brothers that we love out there. You know, I know she was probably looking super fine, you know, super fly, super fresh. I, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You might have a belly, you might have a belly fetish, but I get it. <laughs> I get it, my dude, but protect yourself. Protect yourself because you have to ask yourself, after this baby, is she willing to carry your seat? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Is she, is, she, is she willing to expand with you? Uh, does she want you for you? Is she looking at, are you well off? Is she just looking at your finances like, my kid's going to be all right? Because, again, she's doing what she needs to do. I, she should search mm. out a father figure. Absolutely. Mm. That's one of the things in the hood that never happened, which is why that trope still exists today. You know, mm. they never search for that father figure. In the end, they just search for that government spin, that, that income or that benefit. So, yes, absolutely, she's doing the right thing looking for a man. Mm -hmm. But are you the right man? Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's something that needs to, that's a, honesty with yourself is one of the hardest things a man can come to is learning how to be truly honest with yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? It's easy to be honest with everybody else, but can you look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm not ready. I'm mm. not ready. You got you to gotta work on that. So. That's all I got to add to that. That's all I got to add to that. I appreciate that. Happy Strong Dad June. Happy Strong Dad June. That's enough for me. That's the Strong Dad on Twitter. We got a lot of action happening right now on Twitter. Brendan Vaughn said, to all my fellow dads, let's make Strong Dad June trend like crazy. He tagged Tim, Tim Cass, Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro. Uncle Hotep and Hotep Jesus. Strong dad, strong legacies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. Wilfred X. Riley, who follows me, says... Call uh, from... He said, he says here, he says, uh, alternate celebration idea. June is the month of Father's Day. It was briefly Father's Month, etc. Celebrate dad. Don't have dad for your kids. Go and get one. Gold. Shout out to Will for his celebration. Strong dad. Call you on the line with Hotel Jesus. What up, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? What's uh, good? I'm what's good? Caller. Yeah, I'm a new caller, man. 25 years old. Uh, okay. Father of two sons. So I had to tap in for... Uh, you know, to start a strong dad, June. Uh-oh, we got a strong dad on the line. Yeah, What's up, bro? Talk to Trying me. Trying to see my one-year-old son right now. But no, I just wanted to tap I love in. Uh, I, I didn't really catch into the stream uh, just yet. Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and go back and rewatch it. We got the audio uh, version on Apple and Spotify, too, if you need that. We got it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For sure. For sure. Um, but no, I just want to, you know, give a little appreciation to you guys, uh, for y'all y'all messages and you know the encouragement y'all giving me i'm really trying to use this month to kind of redirect my path and really make my make myself the best for my kids so Fine. uh yeah yeah just shout out to you uncle uh uncle hotel rudy the vet all them guys uh uh hotel goldstein oh yeah i just want to appreciate y'all uh show my appreciation to y'all for real that's love yeah, how old are the, how old are the kids you got one year old and what's the other one 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I, be, I believe that, you know, parental uh, responsibilities, you know, begins the second you decide to lay with a woman. Uh, but he'll be doing August, so coming up soon. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Say that again. How old is the other one? He's not He's not here quite yet. Oh, he's, she's, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. She is in the belly still. Yeah, in the belly still. He's doing oh, so August. you got one here and one on the way. Yeah, but I, I already counted it too, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't celebrate it. Uh, when somebody asks me how many I got, I say two. Oh, that's fire. I like that. That's strong, that energy. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yo, if you ever got questions about fatherhood and all that, just call in. We take care of you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it for sure. And also, you know, with the call a couple times, uh, a couple callers ago, uh, that pregnancy glow is real. I definitely understand it, but you definitely got to be careful with it too. So, What, this, the stepdad stuff? Yeah, just, just, just seeing a pregnant, a pregnant woman that you, you know, you you see that and it, it's like a little special glow that pregnant women have, but you got to uh, be careful with that at the same time. Oh, you know? uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that brother was starving. <laughs> <laughs> just about, man. Just about. But that's all, though, man. I'll let you go and get on to the next call. I just wanted to uh, call in and just, you know, uh, throw some positive words out there. All right, man. Hotep and Bill. Hotep and Bill. Um... Oh, wait, hold on. Shit, was that a home game? Damn, I'm over here fucking up. I'm I'm supposed to be a strong dad, and I ain't even get the fucking um, scheduling right for this game. Oh, shit. We almost, hold on, we almost had um the referee show up for no reason. Damn, I'm, I'm slipping on my strong dad duties and shit. We got a game this weekend. Hold on, let me, um... Let me take a look here real fast before dot 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 um and then we'll give you another strong dad strong dad update yeah that's the one and then this sunday is what the yeah that's wait oh shit um damn fuck that's a home game Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> I'm glad he said something. Damn, where he at? Um. Call from C. Davis. C. Davis, what's up, man? You on the line with Hotel Jesus? Happy Strong Dad June. Happy Strong Dad June. I just, um, I was calling and I was listening to the live. I donated a couple of times to the, you know, the super chat. And I was just calling in because when you were talking about um, how the left become the right and the right become the left, it just triggered me to think about. So I graduated in like 2012 and I got arrested in like 2012. Okay. And the first time I got arrested, I didn't think nothing about it. Like I was just cool. And the second time, it was probably a couple years later. I really don't even remember, but I was terrified. So this, so the second time I got arrested, it was around the time that like Trump got in office, and you know they was always showing the killings of black people by the police on the screen. So I really thought I was gonna die, right? Okay. But 
I'm just saying that to say that mind control is crazy. It's real. And we got to be a little bit patient with some people because they don't, they don't really don't get it. They don't understand. Yeah. And that's why you really need a strong dad in the household to be able to direct the kids the right way that they're supposed to go. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. I was over here trying to be a strong dad. You said, what was the situation you was in where it was, you said it was a shootout? <laughs> no, no, not a shootout, not a shootout. So I'm just saying I got arrested twice in my life. Okay. So the first time I got arrested was during like Obama era. era. So, you know, they weren't showing anything about police and police killings or anything like that. Yeah. But then the second time I got arrested, they was heavy on a showing police killings, you know, white people, white policemen killing black people during the Trump era. Mm-hmm. And the first time I got arrested, I wasn't like worried about it at all. But then the second time I got arrested during the Trump era, I was out of my mind. I was freaked out. I was scared. I thought I was going to die. Wow. So because I was just, I was paying too much attention to the news. Uh. I wasn't, I wasn't nowhere near. I don't want to say woke. Cause that's, you know, we are. So what you're saying is already. there was a lot of propaganda out there that yeah. made it seem like you were in, um, a target imminent danger. And, mm-hmm. and in imminent danger. But you're saying the mm-hmm. first time you got arrested wasn't like that because the media wasn't pushing that stuff. But the second time you got arrested was during the Trump era was all that media propaganda. And now you're terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, is these cops going to kill me? Right. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that's why it's very important for dad to be in the house. And because I didn't have one growing up, really. Mm. He was around, but he wasn't in my house. And he probably didn't know much either. Right. But, that's why this is important. I'm listening to all the callers call in and like raise your kids, raise your kids. That's definitely a strong parent because you see what's going on now with the trans, you know, I already, it's strong dad, strong dad June. So we don't really want to touch on that, but well, they're taking the minds of the kids. Crazy. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to touch on something. What's up? Did you hear my segment on the horror stories? Yeah, that that go all hand in hand right there. So you were a victim of those horror stories. Yeah, very much so. See, so that's that's what I'm trying to tell people, because often in the very black community, so. you know, they think that, you know, we're making these decisions, you know, based upon our own recognizance. And I'm like, nah, like we got PTSD from the stories coming mm-hmm. from the media, and so on and so forth. Can you mm-hmm. can you describe to us? Who were some of the big, big biggest influences um, of your um, these horror stories? Was it social media? Was it TV? Was it family? Was it friends? Where was it probably the most influences? It was mostly social media. Okay. It was mostly social media. Mm-hmm. At the time, you know, social media was like really, really blowing up. You know, Trump is the first internet president. They mm-hmm. trying to say Obama is, but it was during the time that Trump was president. So they, that's all they were showing. Mm. Cops killing, cops killing, you know, to paint a racist. And yeah. it, it it got to my brain. And I was thinking like, yo, I might end up dying here. Mm. And these cops hands. And nothing happened, really. I mean, I'm still alive, obviously. But, right. yeah. So Damn. I just wanted to touch on that because you were saying how the right turned it to the left and the left turned it to the right because all they're doing is pushing out propaganda to get everybody riled up, no matter what size you're on. They want everybody riled up and yelling about something when 
there's something way more important that we should be focusing on. Right. And that's yourself. Because that's the only thing you really can control. Yep. 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 Ain't that the goddamn truth, man. Damn, I'm glad you called in because that's, um, that's super powerful right there. Oh, yeah. And that's why I tie into the strong dads because if you had a strong dad, if you had, like, a real father figure, somebody that will lead you to the right direction and let you know, like, calm down, chill out. This is just all propaganda. This is whatever. It's not really important. Yep. I would have been able to know, like, just it was going to be nothing. It turned out to be nothing. Turned out to be nothing. Now, you weren't incarcerated. You were just arrested. Just arrested. Wow. And you had all mm-hmm. that fear built built up. All that a whole bunch of fear, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was off. Trump I was I was thinking Trump was bad and he was racist when he got elected. I was like, Oh man. Mm. But as years go on I got hooked to a couple of different shows like this one. Uh well, not this one, but Hotep's all the Hotep community and I started paying attention, I started learning. You know, it's one it's divide and conquer all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, what what are some of those influences that sort of made you realize, you know, uh, what was going on and the game was being played? You said the ho taps. What specifically, you know, um, did we say or do that made you go like, wait, what? Honestly. It wasn't nothing particular. I always was trying to figure out what the hell is going on in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what draw, drew me to politics. Because I remember being real young and watching um, Bush versus who's watermelon head? Who's the watermelon head? Um, 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 Kerry, Kerry. Kerry, thank you. Yes. When he went up against Kerry. And I was thinking in my head, the mind control was there too. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they cheated on. Oh man. I was young. I was still probably in like middle school. So I was always wondering what's, what the hell is going on in the world. Yeah. But I can't really point to like anything you guys said. I just started realizing it and picking it apart, learning about money. That really tipped me off, learning about how this money works, how credit works, how that type of stuff works. And I just started seeing stuff, you know. Shout out to the um, No Agenda show, Mo Facts, Hotep. Mm-hmm. I tune into all of that. Shout out to Mo Facts. Superb, yes. Back yeah. But you, but you know, I've said this to people before. I think that it's not really so much of what the Hoteps are doing. I think there's a certain mm-hmm. mind that's beginning to ask questions. They're like, "Wait, what's going on here?" And then they start to seek out those answers, and they find us. Yeah, that's exactly what I think it was. I just was so what was curious. it that made you even start to question it? What, 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 you know, what was like, wait, hold on, something's not right. Do you remember that? Like what sort of made you like say, hold on now, you know, I got to follow the white rabbit. Do you remember anything particular? So, I'm about 29, right? Okay. So I had the house phone with the loan cord. Had the first flip phones, the sidekick, all of that. Mm-hmm. And when we first got the internet, the first thing that everybody used to look up on YouTube was stuff about the Illuminati. Yeah, I know that's conspiracy, whatever, whatever. But that kind of got me down the road. I got away from it. But then 
I got back, I wouldn't say I got back more into it because conspiracy theories is just, you know, a couple months, a couple years, and then it's not a conspiracy theory no more. Right. But now, now I was it's just, just always, truth. <laughs> yeah, I was just always curious about what's going on, and now I, I figure I got, like, a better view on the world now. Okay. I had nothing to say. That just made me think about, well, that just made me think about how the right turned to the left, and you were just talking about everybody grifting on both sides because I remember I seen a girl post on Facebook and I just had people from my hometown that I live 16 hours from my hometown. And she was talking about Florida made a travel ban for black people. And I'm like, what? Mm. First of all, you ain't even read, you didn't even read the article. And second of all, that's not what's going on. I live in Florida. Ain't nothing happening here. Right. This is all propaganda <laughs> because they're worried about the stances and all these people throwing their towel in the ring now as a Republican stages waiting for Trump to win. Mhm. Mhm. So that goes into they need a rating. The uh, no well that goes into what they were talking about NWCP travel yeah. advisory black folks don't go to Florida meanwhile you in Florida and you like what the hell are they talking about? I live life every day with sunshine. I ain't tripping. <laughs> I can't go to Florida. You ain't see what's going on in Florida. I said, Trump, I live in Florida. There's nothing happening here. <laughs> because they always they always wanna black people open the door, let all these people come through. And we know the people they're talking about. Yeah. People that's over that border and the people that what you say, the Bud Light people. The Bud Light. You open people. the door for them, it ain't got nothing to do with black people, but they make a scene and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Real Spice talk. it up. Spice up that cake. It's easier to Conquer that whole cake. Yep. 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 Hey, man, I appreciate the call and the insight, man. Hotep and Build and happy strong dad, June. For sure. Hotep and Build. Hotep and Build. I be trying to tell y'all, they be fit. They be putting the fear of God in black folks, yo. With them horror stories. That's why when Sandra Bland, when Sandra Bland had her incident, the black community made her seem like she was a victim of police brutality and the red whites made it seem like, oh, she should have complied. And I was looking at the situation like, no, she's a victim of media propaganda who put her in a fear state based upon horror stories. And as that brother just called in, he said he was with the cops, he got arrested and he was terrified. Now, I don't know if you know anything about being terrified when you're terrified. You tend not to make the best decisions. You tend to be erratic. And then that puts the police on edge. So a lot of times what happens is media propaganda, horror stories, put you in a fear vibration. Cops pull you over. You're not acting like yourself because you're not acting like yourself. The cop goes, wait, maybe he's got drugs on him. Maybe he's got a gun on him. He seems very nervous and uneasy. Now the situation gets escalated because now the cop is uneasy. Now you have two different people, two different individuals, both uneasy, and a disaster happens. And that's why I tell people, I don't always blame the black community because we are victims of horror stories. And the picture they paint is like, oh, we're going to die. Look at the NAACP article, travel advisory warning. What? 
and 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 the article NWCP. DeSantis doesn't want to teach about the horror. That's where they. That's where I got the term from. Their own article. You don't want to teach black history about the horror that black people. Have. So that's what they want. They want you consuming horror stories. And then wonder why every time you around the police, you uneasy and, 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 and things go left. Y'all got to get y'all mom right. Trymasterfocus.com. Hit the link in the description box below. It takes 30% off, plus you get 20% off for the subscription, so that's 50% off. That's half off Master Focus right now at TryMasterFocus.com. If you hit the link in the description box below, that the, the, the link in the description box below will automatically apply the discount. You don't have to do anything. Automatically apply the discount at checkout. So when, by the time you get to the credit card information screen, you'll see the price drop. It'll be like 40 bucks way 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 low priced some of y'all gotta get your mom right uh this is the griff report we're here daily 2 p.m eastern time monday through friday tomorrow's an exception i'll be live from my cell phone at the Gutfeld show i'll give you some behind the scenes look maybe we'll do a little tour of the studio etc etc so i'll be on with Gutfeld tomorrow that's going to be a great time i'll be mentally preparing that preparing for that all tonight and tomorrow to give you guys um, a great performance. Tonight, we're back for Hotel's Been Told You at 8 p.m. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the bell. Turn on notifications so you never miss a show. Get some of this great content that we give you. And don't forget, grifties.com. Go vote and nominate your favorite grifter at grifties.com. I'm Hotep Jesus, and I'm out of here. Happy Strong Dad June. Hotep and Bill. Most of you will be replaced by AI. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can become AI resistant, but you will need to outperform the machines. You may not think this is possible, but it is. The infiniteness of human consciousness is more infinite than the power of the machine. You may not know how to tap into this power, but we do, and we will show you how. Join us in this journey to make the machine our servant.